King is dead. Long live the king. Did you know the king was dead? The king of pop? The king is dead. Yank it, baby. Oh. If you want to be a girly, then I'll tell you what you ought to do. Head on down to a scooter shop and pick one up that's really cute. Then you can move down the road like a sissy baby goblin poop. All right. Right to says Condoleezza will testify in public under oath. Oh! It came into the pressure, huh? So all of this crap about, oh, but it's principle and it's a bad precedent and we have a bad president and all of this other stuff. Well, we know we have a bad president. But... Condoleezza Rice up there, while they have certainly been under this enormous political pressure to do so because Democrats and others have said that they don't want to, that this perhaps... Uh, might be showing that she has something to hide and also questioning why she will go out on television shows and not go uh, under oath and testify. Yeah, if, she's, if everything is so top secret, how come she's on 60 Minutes and Eat the Press and Face the Nation and Space uh, this? How come uh, that? So now all of a sudden, under enormous pressure from the public and the uh, everybody else, Condoleezza, she says, I want to testify. Under oath, no less. Under oath? She is a nasty, miserable, hateful sow is what she is. Lying bitch. Anyway, got some bad news. Well, first of all, the king is dead. I, I don't think I'm ever going to be the same again. After, And I only found that my bad luck, you know. Yeah, you're I'm sitting here right bad. before the show, and I'm channel surfing, and they're on the IFC, which is one of my very favorite channels, independent film channel. They show a lot of good flicks and a lot of good little documentary kind of pieces. And it was called Taking Care of Elvis. And I thought, what what could this be, Taking Care of Elvis? And he did. <laughs> And it, it's a uh, documentary showing the pilgrimage, and that's the word they use, the pilgrimage of a large group of Australians to Graceland to worship the Kang. Well, that's really encouraging. And I have n seldom in my life seen anything that made me want to just hurl so, so bad. <gasps> oh, God. It was just, uh, well, I mean, there just ain't no hope. Yeah, there ain't it, no hope, man. Every, least... Everything is a cult. Every, everybody's worshiping this one, and Jesus and uh, Buddha and Joseph Jesus Smith Christ. and Elvis and... This one and that one, and uh, and I think what they're already desperately trying to say, which they could do in about a second, would be... I have no life. Right. Get your own life. Quit worrying about Elvis. He's. Uh, can you imagine how he must smell by now? Wow. Right. Pretty raunchy in that box. Oh, brother. I, I don't uh, I don't know what to say anymore. I just, uh, uh, that, that, that just erased any little iota of hope that I had for the human race. Well, at least they were Australian. And, now let me ask you, how many, now that Alistair Cook has died, how many people do you think are going to be flocking to his graveside? Well, me for one. Yeah. 
Bad news, <laughs> Alistair Cook died. He died? The broadcaster who epitomized highbrow TV as host of Masterpiece Theater, an omnibus before that, and whose letter from America was a radio fixture in Britain for 58 years, has died. He was 95, which certainly is old enough. He did have some I, bushy eyebrows, didn't he? I think 90 is old enough. Yeah, him and Andy Rooney probably had the bushiest eyebrows. Eyebrow Gene, TV. What was the guy, uh, Gene Shallot? Oh, oh, yeah. Remember him? What sure. a mess. What a slob. They used to do the movie, uh, hey, that movie was Critic on the Today Show. That was the look. Doesn't he still? And he's a really bad critic, by the way. Is he really? Yeah, he is. Is he as bad as uh, that screaming queen? Which I don't hear anything about uh, uh, Rex Reed. How's she doing? I understand Rex Reed may be eloping with Miss Fudge this week is what I'm hearing. That's a rumor I'm starting. Yeah. Anyway, Alistair Cook died at his home in New York at midnight, right at the stroke of midnight. Isn't that something? Hmm. A spokeswoman at the BBC's press orifice said no cause of death was given, but Cook had retired earlier this month because of heart disease. And I remember telling you about that. Yep. That when I was in uh, Europe this last time on the BB&C, they had a piece on that about how he was retiring under advice from his doctor. And at, at the time, we just thought, well, because he's 95 years old, that's old enough. Well, he had a bad, a bad ticker, which is why he only lived to 95. I've had much enjoyment in doing these talks and hope that some of it's passed over to listeners to all of whom I uh, thank you for your loyalty. And goodbye, he said, goodbye, when he stepped down on the advice of his doctor. Prime Minister Tony Blair expressed sadness at the broadcaster's death. He died? So Alistair Cook died. He was on Omnibus. He was on Masterpiece Theater. He was a just a, a real intellectual. Yesterday, Peter Ustinov died, and today, Alistair Cook he died? has died. So like I told George before the show today, the IQ of the world has dropped significantly in the last 48 hours. That'd be really bad. But I'll tell you who's still around. Who's still around? Oh, yeah. The Kang. He'll always be around. The Kang. Seriously, if I, if I, I don't know what to say about this whole thing because this business about deprogramming kids from cults, <laughs> I, I think that maybe a majority of the people in the world have got some cult that they're a member of. In fact, a lot of people, maybe more than one. Yeah. Whether it's the, in fact, wouldn't you assume that like most of those people that slept to Graceland, most of them Southern rednecky kind of, they're like the real, uh, you know, church and oh, yeah. Sunday school kind of crowd. Uh huh. Trailer park trash kind of crowd. And uh, just kind of like Elvis's family. And he, he slept uh, with Mommy until he was how old? About 30, man. In the same bed. Now, I don't want to say that Elvis had a few uh, psychological problems from a really uh, grotesque, bizarre upbringing. But uh, how many guys do you know that sleep in the same bed with Mommy until they're about 30, man? Huh? You ever oh. read anybody like that? He was just quirky. Is that what it was? Yeah. Or maybe she was a little bit quirky. <laughs> maybe that might have been it. Don't be blaming Elvis. The king. <laughs> Maybe that explains some of his later neuroses and all of these things and all them cheeseburgers and stuff like that. I, I may just do the whole show. I may play all Elvis today, which, of course, we'd have no audience at all, but I'm not going to do that. Just a little, a little bit. Yeah, that's enough. An Al-Qaeda plot to blast London was dramatically foiled by the police today. 700 police swooped in a series of 6 o'clock raids this morning, which would have been uh, 1 o'clock in the morning our time. In the capital and the home counties, they found a half a ton of fertilizer explosives Enough for a series of terror spectaculars, it says. The terror suspects arrested by police are believed to have chosen soft targets for bombings. Oh, look at this. $657 a year, and get this, they have a website which will tell you, the average American voter, how much John Kerry's gas tax would cost your family. The, the press release says planning a trip. Oh, God. Hey, thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices, by the way. The terrorist suspects arrested by police are believed to have chosen soft targets for bombings, including pubs and clubs. 
pubs and clubs and going to kill some schlubs. One of the suspects being held had a job at Gatwick Airport, immediately raising concerns over airlines and passengers. A total of eight men, all of them British citizens of Pakistani descent. See what I'm saying? Pakistani descent. When are we ever going to get with it, okay, with the Saudis and the Pakis? Baby, aren't you a couple huh? missiles? Never. Toward a place we know. Who is kidding who, man? Name a matter fella. Whose first name begins with oh. Anyway. Uh, the ammonium nitrate explosive was discovered in a self-storage warehouse in Hanwell, West London, and have now been made safe. Well, that's good. London's still there, for what it's worth, still in one piece. Quite frankly, I think uh, the Brits are mostly a piece of, well, you know, can't say that no more. Let's take a look at who's on our uh, thing today. Let's look on the bright side, although, quite frankly, from a personal standpoint, <laughs> I don't think this is all that bright. How, how did this come about? Somebody asked for it yesterday. I think you... Uh, you planted the seeds for this. Sure, it was me. Why is that? I don't know. I'm lying. No, no, seriously. Who came up with this idea? Uh, Baxter? Lucy Lou? Man, she is nasty looking. But anyway. What's wrong with her? What's wrong with she's her? She's, she's gross. She is grotesque. I mean, there's a lot of beautiful Asian women. She unfortunately doesn't happen to be one of them. Take a look at that face, man. Woo. But anyway, if, oh, so Josh likes Lucy Lou. A lot, a lot of guys do. Well, you know what? We just gave you a permission slip. You can have her, okay? Yeah. Mel kind of different, her, but... different slant on your life. She's all yours. Middle of the pack. Yeah. George, George, yeah, on a rough day, when, yeah. uh, there's many nothing other good people, on TV. When Brittany was busy on a really <laughs> brutal day, he might, you know, just to kill some idle time. Lucy Lou. Anyway, she's, uh, behind the beaded curtain today, our sunshine girl of the day, such as it is. I think she's a pig. But anyway, she would, <laughs> What? I think she's grotesque. I don't. I, I, look, I, I don't want to even. Go I've had it. a lot of arguments about her with people, and I, I guess it appeals to a certain taste. You know what taste that is? Bad taste. Oh, okay. Born December second, nineteen sixty-eight, in Queens, New York, to Chinese immigrants in Queens. She's uh, been in a zillion movies. My God, Kill Bill Volume Two, Game Over, Kill Bill Volume One, Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle, Chicago, Cipher. Ballistic, X versus Sever, Sever, whatever that is. Tom Sever was in a movie. Sever, was SSX really Tricky, Hotel, Charlie's Angels. My God, she's been in more movies than uh, than you can shake your stick at. Look at this. I'm shaking it now. Jerry Maguire, Bang, Protozoa, uh, Ban Wozong Heng, uh, Love Kills, Flypaper, <clears throat> Ally McBeal, the TV series, and on, True Crime, Mating Habits of the Earthbound Human, and play it to the, oh, we can't say, <laughs> bone. So there you go. Lisa Liu is behind the beaded curtain. If you're over the age of 75, have 15 different pieces of ID, have a signed note for both your grandparents, and if John Ascroft don't uh, turn his eyes upside down when you click the thing on your well, uh, on our website, then you can take a peek at it real quick. Keep your hands up where the attorney general can see them, okay, above the table. See, I think the best idea to combat that is get like a fake pair of hands like a dummy. You know what I mean? Sure, they sell them at the novelty stores. Right, course. phony hands, and just have those up in the air, and then the, the, the attorney general think they're your hands. Oh, speaking of dummies, uh, guess what movie was on last night? Again, Pin. Okay. Have you seen that now? No, not yet. The uh, Aaron, oh. uh, Aaron Oxy. It's really very strange, very bizarre. Oh, it's, oh. It, it's pretty good, though. I think you'd like it. I'll give it a shot. Aren't no fags in it. I think you might like it. Oh, excellent. Thank Although you. I'm not too sure about uh, him. But anyway, <laughs> about the dummy. Twelve minutes after 10 at 560 WQM. We've got a lot of fish to fry today, baby. A lot of ground to cover, even though we're only killing time till 1130 Thursday morning when the trends come out. 
because I don't want to like be uh, build it up more than it is. It's not a complete rating book. But this uh, Thursday morning, we'll see exactly what uh, direction everybody's going in, including some of those cheap channel uh, stations that everybody out there is supposed to be saying bye-bye to. Just remember, that's our motto in 2004 is don't listen to cheap channel no more. Just tell them bye-bye-bye. That's correct. Hey, if you're in a dead-end job, like maybe in a board op at the Clear Channel, if you're underpaid and overworked, like maybe being a flunky for Petey Bolger, how'd you like to get yourself a job where you make some real cash, where you have a little self-respect, where you've got some skills? You can do it in no time at all. Because if you call our friends at Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, they can have you trained and certified for a high-paying, those are the operative two words, a high-paying computer network professional career in as little as four short months. Count them, or we'll count them for you. That's right, you can be fully trained and ready for that new career by the end of the summer. Fast Train offers day, evening, and weekend classes to fit around your schedule. They offer job placement assistance, and even they offer financial aid to people who qualify, too. What's not to like? Fast Train's got seven convenient locations to serve you, too, so there's bound to be one fairly close by you. Don't wait anymore, okay? If you're sick and tired of like being on a treadmill with your life of moving your legs but not getting anywhere, pick up that phone or call Fast Train today and get the training you need to have a real new high-paying career and that big paycheck, like I said, that goes with it. Uh, check them on the web, if you like, first at FastTrain.com, and then make that call. Do it. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, and be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Neil? God? I believe that we have in my future If I keep carrying on this way If I said I'm sober, it was just a lie I am so freaking high But it is easier than go to a meeting And say, hi, my name is with me I started long Smoke some pine and did a little blow Heroin and LSD Angel dust and some peyote Love crystal meth and ecstasy I'm lying if I say that I'm drunk free Airports of purity They found some pot on me You'll find the greatest drugs, they're all inside of me. 1019 hits the big news again. National Security Advisor Condoleezza Rice will be allowed to testify in public under oath. In public under oath. What was that? I don't know. I thought it was you. What the hell was that? Was that the, wait a minute. One moment, please. Just Maybe that was on here. Let's hope. Oh, yeah, there it is. Listen carefully now. It's not your receiver. Come on. You can do it. Ah, oh, man. Anyway, Condoleezza will be allowed to testify in public under oath before the commission investigating the failure to prevent the 9-11 attacks. An administration official said today, just moments ago, the official said the decision is conditioned on the Bush administration receiving assurances and writing from the commission that such a step does not set a precedent, said the official speaking on condition of anonymity, and since they've already got that assurance, it's just kind of like a waste of time. They're going to do it. She's going to testify. How do you like that? Condoleezza. Oh, I think that, don't you think that we ought to play the original now? 
in honor of that. Come on, Condoleezza. You can do it, honey. I remember the words. I bet you do. Lisa, Condoleezza. Anyway, Chevron gas is good. Uh, let's see. Here's a fax from Stuttering Gill who says, for information, September 28, 2004, the first presidential debate is going to be held at the U of M campus. Of course, a real bastion oh my God. of intellectual uh, thinking. <laughs> U of M campus. How are they going to find the U of M campus? Do we know where it is? I don't think there is one. They have a map. Anyway, Gill says, I think it would be a good idea to call your listeners to go and protest FCC censorship, which we'll get to that momentarily. And by the way, you people are really laying down. I thought this morning we were going to, like, pass Texas today, and evidently the guys in Texas are doing something because they're up to 140, uh, what are they up to? 14,120, and Florida's 276 behind uh, Texas. We were going to move by them like they were uh, laid out. And all of a sudden you people stopped uh, stopping it. StopFCC.com aren't doing it. In fact, that's your assignment between now and 2 o'clock is to pass Texas. I'm not taking no for an answer today, okay? I'm not. Uh, it's Tuesday. No. Monday's over with after your three-day uh, vacation for a lot of you with the kids out of school Friday. Uh, no more BS. And they're, well, Pesach is coming at Easter. Too bad. Okay. Pesach. Pesach. And the king. we got to go pay tribute to the king. Oh, I, I just, my life has been changed, and not for the better, I'll tell you that, by, by seeing that thing. If you could have only seen it, they all got the lit candles, you know. Uh, sure. It was it was very uh, scary. I mean, it's just uh, nauseating. Not that I don't know these things go on. I just don't want to see them because it's a reminder that there are just a lot of crazy people out there. Elvis, the king. Okay, so you like this music, okay? Does that mean we have to go schlep to Graceland and sit around with candles and all these pictures and all of this pomp and the crap? Music. Jesus. He was more than just music, man. Anyway, Gil says, uh, protest FCC censorship at that debate. He says, I might play prison bitch over loudspeaker. That's what we are to the FCC. You're absolutely correct, Gil. Nice going, and thanks for the heads up. Thank you so much. Now, getting back to Lucy Lou. We had a little bit of a glitch there, so evidently at the very first start, when we first announced her picture was on it, we didn't get that at all yesterday with Stacy Dash, so that indicates to me there's something really wrong with the taste of a lot of you guys out there, because trust me when I tell you, okay, as the old queen that I am, Stacy Dash is 85 times hot, 50,000 times hotter than Lucy Lou will ever dream of being, okay? That's not just my opinion, that's a fact. No argument here. Right. And well, because Josh sitting in there thinks that, uh, you know, Ain't just he Josh. Was, he like he, what? Don't single him out. Oh, it's one of those things. Wow, she she looked uh, Lucy Lou my ass. She was on Ally McBeal, and everybody thought she was just. Uh, she looks like she looks like Lou Diamond Phillips. Of course, they thought Ally was hot too. Anyway, name a famous person on our poll yesterday who isn't all that great looking, but you think is hot. We we should have had Lucy Lou on there. You know, we did. Oh, we did have her? Sure. Well, where the hell did she wind up? Well, uh, oh, she got 36 votes. Oh, maybe that's where this uh, abortion came from today. Selma Hayek, she won going away. I mean, by almost 100 votes. 233 for Selma, Alabama. Christina Aguilera, the uh, mouse queen, she got 136. Sandra Bullock won 30, and I still am just, uh, that, that was just to aggravate me. We had over 1,800 votes, but those votes for Sandra Bullock... Just because I made the mistake of making a comment that I thought she was really cute and there was absolutely nothing wrong with her looks, but, uh, oh, no, you're wrong, Neil. What do you know, you fag? Okay. Ashley Judd, 104, who I think looks a little bit like Judd Hirsch. Uh, or is it Sonny Hirsch? Kirsten Dunst had 83. Christina Ricci, 72. Jennifer Tilly, 64. Ellen's Barkin, 61. Madonna, 48. Susan Sarandon, 47. 
Demi Moore, which is now Demi Moore, 44. I, I can't deal with people that change their the way you pronounce their name, you know? Maybe they didn't change it. Maybe we were just wrong all I mean, like some of the athletes, like uh, Tony Dorsett, became Tony Dorsett. Based on what? Based on the fact that he's some kind of a schmuck? Get out of here, Tony. I was going to say cool, but I restrained myself. Uh, Drew Barrymore, 42. Rene Russo, 41. Janine Garofalo, 40. Jackie Johnson, 37. Andy McDowell, 37. Roddy McDowell had a couple. Lisa Bonet, 36. Lucy Liu, she's there for you to peruse today, 36. Paris Hilton, 35. Why would anybody think that she's hot? Oh, she is. Bleh. Uh, Ann Coulter, 33. Again, bleh. there's another one for you, no extra charge. Julia, uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. And Josh has got Julia Louis Dreyfus, 32. Nick Lachey, 27. Of all the guys, he was, uh, was he not on top of the guys? No comment. <laughs> Careful. Careful what you say about that. I ain't going anywhere near. I bet he has been. Nick's got 27. Marilyn Monroe, 24. Mick Jagger, 24. Celia Cruz, 20. Oh, Celia was hot, man. She was almost as hot as the king. I mean, right now. Randy Rhodes, 19. Maris Greasy ass, uh, Gonzalez, 19. Ever see the two of them together? No. I bet you Randy might go for that. Angie Dickinson and Rose McGowan, 18. Stevie Tyler and Leo DiCaprio, 17. There's a pair for you. Matt Damon's tied with Linda Blair. They each had 15 votes. I'm going to read them all. Kelly Osborne, Courtney Cox, Sean Connery had 14 apiece. Martha Stewart, 13. Sean Penn and Calista Flockhart each had 13. Heather Thomas, Amanda Bynes, and Natalie Maines each had 12. Natalie from the Dixie Chicks. Courtney Love, 10. Richard Gere, 7. The gerbil didn't get any. Faye Dunaway, 6. Ingrid Bergman, 6. Jeff Goldblum, 6. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, why did she do that to me? She was such a good call, too. Sylvester Stallone and Owen Wilson and Nicole Ritchie, 5. Marilyn Manson, four. Boy, that's hot. Nancy Grace, three. Steve Buscemi, three. And Greta Van Susteren had a pair. Wow. I bet she had a bigger pair than Greg Reed's got. Oh, Greg's on today's poll. That's right. Here's today's poll. Which of these people do you think is the biggest liar? Okay. I think I've got a very good list. Condoleezza Rice. George W. Bush. Richard Clark. Michael Moore. John Kerry, Bill Clinton, Colin Powell, Donald Rumsfeld, Greg Reed, or Mo Howard David. Absolutely. I think that's a that covers a lot of ground. You know what? It's a good list. Only a sick, twisted mind like yours truly could come up with a list like that. Which of these people do you think is the biggest liar? Condoleezza Rice, W, Richard Clark, Michael Moore. I don't know why I put him on there. Just I wanted to put some, you know, right? No, it's liberal people on. John Kerry, Bill Clinton, Colin Powell, Donald Rumsfeld. Greg Reed or Mo Howard David did it. So that's our poll for today. I'm like, we don't need to add any on there. Although probably somebody will come up with something, you know, that we forgot, that I forgot. You didn't add any. You didn't think there need to be any more on there, did you? No, no. Any Mo? Hey, can we mention Howie's before we forget? Oh, yeah, Howie's. Let's thank our good friends at Howie's for all the food that they're hopping up there at the QM today. Josh has a sub bigger than him. Wow. Maybe you can uh, go underwater with it. So thanks to Howie's, because evidently they brought a lot more good food. And when I come back to town in a couple of weeks, do not be bringing me that gigantic 18 rashers of bacon, please. No, no food while you're here. We love Howie's, but no food for me no when I'm back there. They damn near killed me that time with the 725 strips of bacon. I mean, I love little crispy bacon, you know, but after the first 600 strips, it gets a little bit on the greasy side. No, we'll you, remember, you remember the greasies, don't you, Bob and uh, Brian? And Brian. <laughs> hey, Brian, quit falling down. And to hear Wayne Huizinga there... Uh, suck it up a little bit to Jay Fiedler. That was scary. I mean, how can Jay Fiedler still be in that organization? That is scary. I think that bodes very poorly for the coming Dolphins season. Anyway, 
27 past 10 at 560 WQM. If you're hungry and you want a break from the kitchen, let the good people at Emerald Coast cook up a feast, the likes of which you probably have seldom seen in your life. Unless you've been there before, then you know what I'm talking about. Start out with six different kinds of soups. You can have one or two or all six if you're a real cow. And then they've got dozens and zillions of succulent, delicious, fresh entrees like New York Strip made to order at their sizzling Asian grill, along with that great new seafood Saint-Jacques. They've got your oysters on a half shell, Alaskan stone crab, middle neck clams, and jumbo scampi every night. If you still have any room in your public, try the hand-carved prime rib. Their brand-new Thai specialties, too, are out of this world. Their buffet features a full salad bar, a brand-new sushi bar, and fresh cocktail. And the one great thing about the Emerald Coast is that, unlike a lot of Chinese joints, you won't walk out of there with a pounding headache from MSG because, guess what? They don't use any MSG, folks, and they don't use any cornstarch or any other crap, only fresh, delicious goodies, all cooked in cholesterol-free oils. And because you deserve it, if you have a really humongous appetite, they got a dessert station, too. Make a couple of pit stops there. In fact, you probably make a pit stop somewhere else first and create a little room for fantastic dessert, like Belgian waffles, pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, even fresh fruit. Three locations for you, the Emerald Coast. They're in Sunrise, Pine Island, or 44th Street. They're on Collins Avenue, just north of 163rd and North Miami Beach. And also, you'll find the newest Emerald Coast at the intersection of Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in prestigious geriatric Pembroke Pines. So take the whole family on your next or your next business lunch and uh, have it right there too, and let the folks at the Emerald Coast do the cooking for you. Whatever I said, takeout and delivery always available too. Call 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822 for the unmatchable Emerald Coast Chinese buffet. Live and local. This this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. First came Dockers Mobile Pants with Hidden Pockets. Now comes Pants with a special hidden pocket for the man who wants to impress the ladies. Sockers. Just open the special hidden pockets and insert a pair of rolled up socks. Then just wait for the reaction. Sockers patented package protector prevents embarrassing slippage. While the exclusive banana hammock assures total comfort. Levi's Sockers. Available in large, Mr. Big, and G-Unit. Available at J.C. Phony, Old Maybe, and Small Mart stores. Well, there you go. I think that's about as close to that edge as we're ever going to come again. You know, I think it was okay, but it was right up there pushing it, wasn't it? Okay. No, I didn't have any problem with that. Anyway, uh, we forgot two obvious ones. Somebody faxes, what about O.J.? Okay, right. we'll put him on there. And certainly Rush. How could I have forgotten? <laughs> America's most famous uh, pill popper, the Rushmeister, right, who just makes it up uh, as he goes along. Pills are popping. And, boy, we sure got a lot of votes on there already. Look at that. Which of these people do you think is the biggest liar? If they told you what day of the week it was, you'd check the calendar. You'd ask for a second opinion. W34. Bill Clinton, uh, well, just changed again. W39, Clinton uh, 14, Rumsfeld 13, Condoleezza 7, Michael Moore 4, John Kerry 4, Howard David at 2, Greg Reed 1, that's my vote. Colin Powell and Richard Clark didn't have any out of the first 84, but they will. And let's add Rush and OJ, you got that? Got it. Now, getting back to stopfcc.com, which tomorrow or Thursday will give you the details of how we can raise some money. And put that ad in USA Today and get that million signatures that Scott up there in New York is trying to put together. We got, uh, 123, almost 124,000 on there already. And that's really a miracle. Boy, I gotta give him a lot of credit. Because there haven't been any newspaper ads. There haven't been like any 
syndicated broadcasters who are on like 85 different markets who have promoted this, unfortunately, because most of those people are scared of it, you know, terrified of their own shadow. But when I see that Texas has got us by 276 signatures on here, it gives me great uh, dismay because we were really smoking, moving right along. We passed Ohio. We passed Pennsylvania. We passed New York, you know. We moved from, like, number seven to number three in no time at all, and then we were within shooting distance of Texas. California, you can't touch them. they got 17,005-something because there's 80 billion people in California, right? Most of them illegal aliens, but they still got computers. So they're all signed up on there. But Texas has got us, let's see, by 139 and 132 is how much? Oh, no, that's uh, over 300. Right? No, 139, 132, I'm sorry, is 271. Not good. So get to stopfcc.com. If you already signed the petition, what you can do now is email somebody today. You can click right on there. Scott's got a nice, convenient thing. You can click where it says tell your friends, and it's got an email form. You can just fill out and click it right and send it off to like a half a dozen people. Right? Yes, you can. So we have to make up 271 and pass Texas by 2 o'clock today, which I'm sure you don't believe we can do. No. Well, I don't either, to be honest with you, but I think one thing that we can probably accomplish here before the end of the show. Yeah. You know what that is? Free lunch? No, we can pay tribute to the king is what we can do. You people that slept at Graceland, man, I'm going to tell you something. No, seriously, people are starving, and you're taking your money. I realize it's your money. You can do whatever you want, your money, but you're wasting your money schlepping to see a dead man, to see a bunch of tchotchkes in a place where some dead guy used to live who sang a bunch of songs. They've got magic powers. Do they really? Tchotchkes. If you touch anything that Elvis How about those candles that those people were schlepping, all of them Australians, man? No wonder they call that down under down there. Wow. Those people need some very serious assistance. Speaking of that, log on to WQM.com today and make your bids for the first ever... QAM online auction. And we know, of course, that the QAM website <laughs> is just just phenomenal response on there. <laughs> Not. Lots of great items up for auction today, including a skybox for 12 to a Marlins Braves game. How many how many cents would you pay for that? About 30, man. <clears throat> a skybox for 12 to a Marlins Braves game. An autographed Don Shula football. Autographed by the Brainstem. An autographed Ricky Williams football. Do you know that the Brainstem donated two grand to a Bob Graham's campaign? I mentioned that the other day. I do you? know. Nice going. We always liked you a lot, Chula. An autographed Ricky Williams football, and he signed it before he had the haircut, by the way. You'll be pleased to know that. A framed and signed Dan Marino photo, the one that's got those real funky lips on it. Front row tickets to the Florida Panthers' final home game of the season against Carolina this Sunday, I think it is. Isn't it Sunday? I guess it must be because that's the end of the season. Yes, Sunday. Panthers won last night. They beat Carolina 3-1 right there in the Mac Arena in front of about 80 people. Don't get too hockey intensive now. Okay, calm down, Joe. So log on, register, and start bidding at WQM.com. <clears throat> the auction ends at 3 o'clock today, so you better do it post-haste. Get your bids in right now, WQM.com. Do that to pacify poor little Clarence, who's in there playing like Little League Radio with all his little boyfriends, Little uh, Kitty Radio. Got some bad news for Janet Jackson fans again, too. The CBS censors just can't get off her ass, you know what? Damn it. Janet Jackson was bleeped again by censors. While talking to host David Letterman last night for saying, Jesus, that's all she said, Jesus. Can't say Jesus? The, with the exclamation, made an apparent exasperation when Letterman asked the singer about her <clears throat> Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction when she exposed her breast, was edited out for broadcast, the spokesman for the show said. Jesus Christ. However, Jackson still insisted that the much-publicized incident was an accident. 
despite many believing it to be a publicity stunt. It truly was an accident, she said. It was very embarrassing for me to have so many people see this little breast, Jackson said. Well, I'm glad she admits it was little. No big thing. A pass on the wing, wrapped away by Cavalier. Newendike turns it back up by Cavalier. Now, let's get real hockey intensive. What we're going to do today, we're going to concentrate on two very important things. One is Elvis. And the second one is the Toronto Maple Leafs, and that'll be our show for today. Now, just it's just a joke, although you never know. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, uh, I think that you're forgetting a very important liar here. Mm -hmm. And that is, remember, Mr. Dick Cheney had a, a meeting with oil executives uh, uh, to set up energy policy. Yeah, well, we can put Dick Cheney on there. Of course, when you don't say anything, then it uh, doesn't make you a liar. It just means that you're like, uh, play hide-and-seek. Right, right. But we'll put him on there. He's he's a uh, com he's a compulsive liar. Compulsive liar is right. In fact, he was one of the ones that told us about the imminent threat and about the uh, all all of these things. He was uh, one of the originators of all that crap. Right, right. And the next thing on the agenda, um, Neil, is the older guy that said that your uh, your show is about filth and, and and he doesn't realize that you get most of your ratings during like natural disasters. I listen to you. During Hurricane Andrew, and we had thousands of calls then or yeah. after 9 Well, you're, you're forgetting about the most important event in our lifetime, and that, of course, is Ilianito. Exactly. Ilianito. And he doesn't realize that you got your hand on the pulse of this fight, you know, and, and that you're knowledgeable and that people, you know, listen to you, especially on 9 11, for example. Right. You know, uh, so the guy is, doesn't have his facts straight. Okay, Pally, have a great day, and thanks for the licky-licky. Thank you so much. Uh, 19 till 11. I wonder if that was the same 9-11 date he was talking about when Geldy was doing sports for an hour while buildings were crumbling down. Live in the world, we are Sports Radio 560 QAM. Because this high-octane race to the White House is powered by NASCAR Dad. NASCAR Dad. Round and round they go as they decide which candidate takes the checkered flag. And which runs out of gas. Will NASCAR Dad put George the incumbent Bush back in the winner's circle? Or will this demonstrative demographic drive Democrat John Kennedy Kerry into victory lane? Or will Ralph the Carburetor Nader throw a wrench in the works as spoiler? It's all up to NASCAR Dad! NASCAR Dad! Yes, the turbocharged 2004 presidential election and an ice-cold can of beer are in their hands! NASCAR Dad! It's uh, 1046 at 560 WQM. Speaking of Dick Cheney's lies, remember during the 2000 campaign and he was asked about gay marriages and he said that he thinks that uh, two people who are in love should uh, be able to do whatever the hell they want, yada, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden come to find out, oh, he's all for that constitutional amendment proposed by uh, the Bushmeister, all for W. <laughs> and what reminded me of that is this story about Lynn Cheney, still remembered 1981 lesbian romance novel, Sisters, was fated last night in a special performance by the Lynn Cheney players to the delight of an audience of liberal East Village types in New York, says today's New York Daily News. The performance at the New York Theater Workshop was part of a celebration of left-leaning radio personality Laura Flanders' new book, Bush Women, Tale of a Cynical Species. Yesterday, Flanders told Lowdown that Cheney's novel is a breathy, gothic romance, horribly written. It's celebrating lesbian love and promotes the value of preventative devices, condoms to women who want to remain free. It features a woman who has unmarried sex with the widow of her sister. All this by Lynn Cheney, the culture warrior of the right. 
Monday's crowd of 200, which included actress Janine Garofalo, laughed throughout the satirical staging, yada, yada, yada. So she's written this dyke novel. They've got a dyke daughter, but the vice president says, oh, he's all in favor of that Constitution Amendment to prevent them faggots from getting married. So he's uh, full of crap. He's full of crap on everything. He lies uh, just as easily as Greg Reed, almost. Almost, you know, so I said. Now, before I get into that uh, gay marriage thing in Massachusetts, which, quite frankly, I think there are more important things in the world nowadays than that or the uh, One Nation Under God business. A lot of very uh, things that are kind of like minutia. There are more important things to worry about, like when is uh, Elvis coming back? When are we going to find him already? What what is... uh, I I just... (laughs) No, seriously, you've got to stop me from thinking about that because it's very disturbing to me. Having seen that, I get emotionally, uh, I become an emotional cripple when I see that there are actually people who are that ignorant, that idiotic, that lifeless, that pathetic. I have no life. Tragic. Just think, this the, is about Christianity. They, they schlepped, they schlepped all the way from Australia. Uh-huh. Now, of course, the American economy could use their cash, so bring, bring all the cash you got, that's fine. But they schlepped all the way from down under, not to come and see, uh, New York, to see, uh, Vegas, to see, uh, Disney World. They came to see Graceland. Oh my God. Just think if they had his body under glass like Lennon. Wouldn't that be great? He could lie in state, and it would be great. Well, they could prop him up. And we could do it in the Sunshine State. Pose him like an action figure. Uh, Don't they have, isn't the Elvis Museum in uh, Vegas? I have no idea. I beg your pardon? I'm sorry, I've never been there. No, I'm I'm pretty sure they have the Elvis Museum is in Vegas. I'll take your word for it. I do believe they have all those Elvis impersonators out there. Yeah. And uh, these people could have gone to Vegas and spent a lot of money in the casinos. No, they slept to Graceland. Oh, my God. Even even Paul Simon is embarrassed. Wally B. says, speaking of liars, great line from the three days of the condor. Robert Redford character tells Cliff Robertson, the problem with you guys and the CIA is that you think not getting caught with a lie is the same as telling the truth. How about Richard Nixon? I'm not a liar. Now, he didn't say I'm not a liar. He said I'm not a crook. Maybe he did say I'm not a liar. He said I'm not a crook. And he was a liar and a crook and a uh, pathological uh, lunatic. At any rate, this speaking of lunatics, this is great, this thing you faxed me from the Memory Hole website. The MemoryHole.org. It's a five-minute video of El Presidente on the morning of 9-11. And by the way, Amy, thank you very much, but we don't need a cover page. We don't need all five pages. Thank you. Oh, is she the one that sent us this? Six pages worth, yeah. Thanks, Amy, but this one page is enough. Thank you. You can download the video in QuickTime format. It's uh, footage obtained and presented exclusively by the memory hole. You better fax this to Eric. Did you do it? I will now. And you can put a link to it right on our website so they can take a peek at this footage. I've seen it. Shows President Bush sitting in a Florida classroom for five minutes after he was told that the second Twin Tower had been hit and that America was being attacked. Five minutes. A truncated version of this footage that's been available online since June of 2002 shows Bush for only two minutes, ten seconds after being told this new footage more than doubles this length of time. He sat there with a room full of little kids, students, for five minutes. Immediately below it says here, and you see them, you'll find still frames from the video, one every five seconds starting when Chief of Staff Andrew Carr gives Bush the news and ending when the scene abruptly ends. Yada, yada, yada. It says, please feel free to mirror this footage anywhere and everywhere. We'd appreciate a mention and a link, though, and yes, we will. Memoryhole.org. Thank you very much, Amy, and our memory hole friends. Now, now, the Massachusetts legislature took the first decisive step toward banning gay marriage and legalizing civil unions yesterday. They took the easy way out, just like John Kerry. 
giving final approval for the year to an, a, uh, a constitutional amendment that would strip same-sex couples of court-mandated marriage rights. Within moments of the historic vote, Governor Mitt Romney told reporters he'd asked the state's highest court to block gay marriages now scheduled to begin May 17 under the court's landmark November ruling until the amendment process is run its lengthy course. But Attorney General Tom Riley, whose job it is to represent the state in court, said he would not seek the delay on Romney's behalf. It ain't going to happen. So barring something bizarre happening, starting May 17th, they're still going to be uh, uh, handing out marriage licenses in Massachusetts. The final version of the amendment, approved 105 to 92 yesterday afternoon, must be affirmed again during the 2005-06 legislative session before going to the voters in the fall of 2006, two and a half years after the court-ordered legalization of gay marriages in Massachusetts. If the measure is ultimately approved by voters, Massachusetts will become just the second state after Vermont to legalize civil unions. Isn't it amazing how they go through this torture, this long roundabout? Uh, it's just, it's really amazing. It's almost as uh, lifeless as the uh, Elvis crowd. Oh, no, we don't want to have marriage. We can call And, of course, I don't think that has anything to do with the influence of the Catholic Church <laughs> in Massachusetts, do you? No. <laughs> Coincidence. If you had any idea, I think, how many million Catholics are there in Boston? About 30, man. 30 million Catholics. And that's just uh, in the back bay. Rhymes with... Poll shows Bush strengthening against Kerry. This must be because of all the good news that's been coming out lately. That must be it. Never will uh, ever understand the American people. Despite a week of negative headlines about how his administration handled the threat of terrorism before 9-11, President Bush's political position against John Kerry has strengthened, according to the latest CNN USA Today Gallup poll. Poll results suggest that the Bush campaign's attempts to paint Kerry as a tax-raising liberal who flip-flops on issues has affected the race more than the recent charges that the Bush administration didn't put enough focus on the threat of terrorism before 9-11. In his book, Against All Enemies, and in testimony to the 9-11 Commission, former White House counterterrorism advisor Richard Clark has said the administration didn't act on repeated warnings before 9-11 that an al-Qaeda attack could be imminent. Among likely voters surveyed, 51% said they would vote for Bush, 47 for Kerry, the margin of error plus or minus four points. I don't think it even mentions uh, Ralph Nader in here. Don't mention nothing. At any rate, uh, of course, don't forget, Kerry took the week off. He went skiing. And now they have to counter all of these uh, negative ads that Kerry's going to raise the gas tax and he's going to do this and he's going to eliminate all the tax cuts and yada, yada, yada. And so they have to counter that. Basically, what it comes down to is a real desperate situation for America because you've got two really crappy political parties is what it is. Which of these people do you think is the biggest liar? That's our poll question on neilrogers.com when you're finished perusing Lucy Lou, And I have no idea why anybody would want to. But, hey, listen, if you're really desperate and you're over the age of 90, I would imagine if you're over the age of 90, you probably might be really desperate, right? Or not. Or don't make no not difference. Not able. George W. Bush, 98. Donald Rumsfeld, 26. Look at that. The Bushmeister, he's off and running. I don't think anybody can catch him. Rumsfeld, 26. Bill Clinton, 22. Oh, Rumsfeld just went to 27. He's moving. Rush Limbaugh, who just went on there only moments ago, 18. O.J., 16. See, this is business, and I think a lot of you people in the audience are taking this personal. This is business. Oh, and speaking of Kerry, when he has that meeting with Nader this week, you know who they need to have at the meeting? I give up. Luca Bronzi. Oh, <laughs> I thought he... Condoleezza, 13. Dick Cheney, 8. Mo Howard David at 6. John Kerry, 5. Michael Moore, 5. Richard Clark, 4. Greg Reed, 2, which means somebody else in the building voted for Greg. Nice going. Probably a Josh did it. And Colin Powell, 1 out of 233. That's Josh Darrow I'm talking about, not you, Josh. Josh Clarence Darrow probably voted for Greg. He's the biggest liar of them all. 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. How are you doing, Pally? Pretty good, Pally. How, how about Barry Bonds? Oh, Jesus. Isn't that sad that we're on this radio station to these sports nerds? I mean, how do you put Barry Bonds in a class with, with uh, the president and Rumsfeld and Clinton and Rush Limbaugh and Condoleezza? And he puts in Barry Bonds, okay? We don't care if Barry Bonds took steroids until his arm, arms were the size of Montana. I don't really give a crap, okay? Do you? No. I mean, that goes without saying. See, well, actually, I mean, didn't I tell you before the show today, because this poll doesn't really need a lot of additions, that I might as well just do all these bedtime stories? Because there aren't going to be any calls today, because that's all they know how to do is just add to the uh, list. Where's the list? We don't need any more names for that list unless it's somebody really obvious that we missed that was glaring, you know. But some sports nerd, I mean, to put it in that category, that tells me, sir, that there's something else you're trying to say. I have no life. Right. Get a life. Get with it. Forget about ball games. There's more important things in life than stupid ball games, okay? Although the Yankees lost to Tampa and Tokyo 8-3 to this morning. Did you see any of that game? <laughs> History and some highlights from uh, uh, an ex-Toronto uh, Maple Leafs career. And, uh... See, now we're talking about something important, Toronto Maple Leafs. Now that's something important. But getting all this uh, Barry Bonds and Bobby Bonds and Ward Bond and God. Makes you almost ashamed to work at QAM, you know what? Don't forget, log on to WQM.com. Make your bids for the first ever QM online auction. Lots of great items up for auction, including a skybox for 12 to Marlins Braves game, autographed Don Shula football, autographed Ricky Williams football. Uh, there goes Ricky, 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 a framed and signed Dan Marino photo, front row tickets to the Panthers' final home game of the season against Carolina. So log on to register the auction ends at 3 this afternoon. You can bid at WQM.com. And by the way, it's going to be a long season for those Dolphins. It's going to be bad. Radio See, now let me ask you this question. Was that just me overreacting before when I had the rejoin there? What do you mean? When I started playing the stuff here because they play the thing with a rejoin in it. I didn't hear you play anything. <laughs> well, what a great break. This is where I work. There is never, never a dull moment at Walmart. Sometimes we head over to the gun section, grab a buck to nine millimeters, and let it rip. It's more than a store. It's a fun place to visit. We like to eat at the little cafeteria because they clean up my baby's vomit faster than anyone. You never know what you're going to find at Walmart. They just come in for the fun of it. Last week, a bunch of them liberal idiots had a protest out front, but it only took two warning shots to scare them off. Like my morning routine, drink coffee and wake up at Walmart. I bet you there's a connection between a lot of the uh, women who shop at Walmart and the Elvis crowd, you know what I'm saying? Without a doubt. No question. It's 1101 at 560 WQM, so anyway... Got a couple of faxes here. One from Gary who says, and this audience just doesn't get it at all. I mean, you're not even close. Gary says, good morning. Just a couple of quick thoughts. Number one, now that Howard's off the air here, a couple of guys in my office are now listening to you over the Internet along with me. But the streams are about five seconds apart, which makes for some really neat effects when you play a bleep. Absolutely. Or about 30, man. Second, I was watching Will and Grace last week, and they said ass at least five times in the vein of, I just pulled that advice out of my ass. They're on at 8.30. Isn't that family prime time? How come they can say ass and you can't? We can say ass. We just can't say the whole word. Right. Got it? I got it. And then it says Michael Powell sucks donkey like that. Nice going, Gary. Clean it up. 
We can say ass all we want. Ass, ass, ass. How do you like that, huh? That's right. Crap. Didn't even have to ass. Right. So come on, get with it, Gary. You better start learning the rules or they're going to come and get your ass next. Now, Oski, who, this fax here just really is so typical, man, just so sad. And look what his uh, wife's name is, Sharon. First, I thought it was Sharon. <laughs> it says, good morning, Neil and George. It says, Neil, knowing you to be a perfectionist. <laughs> what the, I'm a perfectionist and I'm working on this station? <laughs> who are you kidding, Oski? He must not have seen your uh, clothing. Here's a small correction. Oh, there he goes picking on my clothing again. Okay, my baggy pants and my shirts that he don't like. I got I news. Like There's nothing wrong fun. with my shirts. There's nothing have, wrong. Huh? It's just a thing. No, it's not a thing. It's just you now. Now you're sucking up to Mo again. Absolutely. He's yeah. wearing those same pants he's my been wearing. For, yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll go out and get some new uh, designer uh, uh, suits when you get a new piece. Okay, Mo. When you start looking human, he's a good so one what? to talk. Crap. <laughs> anyway, here's a, a small correction. Says Oski. Elaine Delon is pronounced Elaine Delon. Yeah, it says uh, E is in French. Is I put the accent on there. I don't give a crap, Oski. Okay, take your frog stuff and jam it. <laughs> God, Elaine Delon. You gotta sound like you haven't had a bowel movement in 45 years. Real constipated, like all the French. Elaine Delon. Elaine was a European heartthrob in the 60s and 70s. and also co-starred in Texas Across the River with Dean Martin, Joey Bishop, and Rosemary Forsyth in 1966. I believe a funny, funny Western soundtrack by the Kingston Trio. Oh, you know who did the music for this uh, movie, this uh, Plein Soleil? I give up Elvis. Uh, oh, I'll think of it. No, uh, somebody uh, famous. I'll think of it. Anyway, Oski <laughs> says I'm really not a frog. Whatever. Whatever. What do you? Somebody famous. I'll think of it. I'll look it up in my book here, okay? It'll kill some good time. Hugo Probably Montenegro. not going to get any calls today. What? Uh, Hugo Montenegro. No. I just like saying that. Montenegro. I'm getting my big, big-ass heavy book here now. And you got to look up Plein Soleil. I think that's what it's under because it's uh, got 55 different names to it, this movie. And by the way, the movie really sucks. I mean, he looks great, but the movie is awful. So if you if you like the talented Mr. Ripley and you think, oh, I better watch that because it was the original, it's horrible. It's real choppy, and it starts like in the middle where he's already over there in uh, Amangiabello, and it's just it's idiotic. Let's see, music by, uh, how come I can't find it? Oh, Nino Rota. He Rota. It. Nino Rota. Now oh. what what did he uh, what uh, other famous uh, music did he do for what famous movie? Nino I Rota. Don't know. Come on. Look it up on the thing. R-O-T-A. Nino Rota. You've never heard of him before? No. Very, very famous uh, uh, film meister music guy. I'm going to IMDb. Stuttering Gill again. Uh, Stuttering Gill, well, will you stop? Oh, Ollie North. I mean, that's old small potatoes, old news. Gill, your other facts was great. Just calm down. Man, oh, man. What are you trying to say, Gill? I have no life. The Godfather. That's what I thought. I thought Nino wrote it, wrote uh, wrote us some of the music for The Godfather. Well, huh? you're right. Huh? He wrote right. it. Right. That's why every time I saw that on there, uh, the music by Nino wrote it, I thought, oh, that that name sounds so familiar. What's the matter with you? I think your brain is going soft. Well, it's easy to understand working in this joint. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. There's a chain between my girlfriends. Uh, WQAM, hello. QAM. Like I said, these calls are fantastic. WQAM, hello. 
forgive me, Father, I just turned your show on. Did you get the news yet that Richard Clark is going to be on the Daily Show tonight? No, I did not. I got the news that uh, Condoleezza is going to testify in public under oath. Oh, she is? Yes. I didn't get that news. So you See, I got the me. important news, the fact that Richard Clark's going to be on again. Now, you know, forget about this. See what I'm talking about with the public? It's all, I'm playing Elvis all day. I can't take it anymore. No. I can't stand it. All Elvis, all day. God almighty. The Daily Show. My God. Is that with John Charles Daly? No. Five six. I know what it is. Will you just relax? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Condoleezza going to testify in public under oath. That's the big news of the day. Okay. Thanks to political pressure, they caved in. So all of this goody two shoes. It'll set a bad precedent. It's uh this. It's that. baloney. Baloney. She's a lying bitch. And speaking of that, which of these people do you think is the biggest liar? That's our poll. See, starting tomorrow, I, today I learned my lesson. And I, I told you this before the show today, didn't I? I told yes, you. you did. Tomorrow we're only going to do polls on this show, like name a movie. <laughs> there you go. Name a bunch of movies. Name a bunch of people. What's your favorite? No. Name a bunch of ice cream flavors. <laughs> right. Name a bunch of retail outlets. Uh -huh. Name, name a bunch of politicians. Name a bunch of songs. Name, Name a bunch clothing. of bands, mm -hmm. right? A whole bunch, not just one. Give me a whole bunch of them. How many? Oh, I got ten, cars? Neil. Okay, good. And then by the time we even get through with a third or fourth call, time to go home. See? Beautiful. George W. Bush, biggest liar, 142. Rumsfeld, 33. Herr Rumsfeld. Bill Clinton, 27. We know who those people are. O.J. Simpson, 26. Rush Limbaugh, 24. Condoleezza, 17. Dick Cheney, 17. Mo Howard David has got a dozen. Michael Moore, 9. John Kerry, 8. Greg Reed's got 5. All from within the building, I guarantee you that. To know him is to mistrust him. Richard Clark, 4. And Roland Colin Powell, 1. 325. Now, how can Colin Powell have only one when he sat right there in the U.N. and held up those maps? And we know that the stuff is here and the chemical weapons are here and that the ricin is here and the bubamyces are here. And he's only got one vote. You see, the public have been hornswoggled okay. into believing that certain people are very credible, you know? Just like, like about all those people that were slaughtered at My Lai, you know, during the Vietnam days. A uh, very credible guy like Colin Powell. Professional liar, a professional paid liar is what he is. A sellout. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil, how you doing? All right. Uh, I wanted to know, has anybody ever seen Miriam Oliphant? And, uh... No. WQM, hello. <laughs> QAM, yes, sir. Yo. Yo. How about uh, how about Jimmy Swagger? What about him? He's a mentiroso. What's the raspberry? Oh, that was good. I got my finger right on top of him. That Beautiful. was excellent. I'm, I'm telling you, I got that quick finger. I got it filed down today. It looks like one of Dracula's teeth. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound 560 on it. I'm just going to go to the bedtime stores in a minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, because because I'm, I'm right. We don't need any more names for the poll, okay? The poll is closed. We have all the compulsive liars that we need for today on our poll. No more names will be accepted for this poll under any circumstances unless I change my mind, okay? What, what about you got that? Drudge? Oh, that, that's a good one. Like I said, Miss Drudge, get, get her on there right away. Matt Drudge, right. perfect. If it's on the Grudge Report, you know you better triple-check it. I heard that Catherine Harris had something happen. 
Let's see, Florida, uh, 13884 means 116 to 144 is 260. We're making some inroads on Texas by like one or two at a time. At this rate, by the year 2525, when Zagran Evans have a baby, at that point then, maybe, we might uh, pass Texas. I mean, I realize that's just for fun, but we need more signatures on here. Scott's got 124,136. We've got to get to a million. In fact, I'm looking in the last five. Here's uh, Michigan, Kentucky, Oregon, Tennessee, California. I don't see any Floridians on the last five on StopFCC.com. And I realized I squeezed this crowd pretty good for several days there. We got a good response. But, uh, I mean, there got to be thousands of people that still haven't got off their dead ass and signed that petition on there who just don't give a crap that the First Amendment is being played with like some kind of a toy. They just make it up as they go along. I shouldn't have to do that. All I should have to do is mention it once, and there should be thousands of people signing on there, shouldn't there? No. Yeah. But no, they're busy going to Graceland to see the king. God. Say grace. It is sad. WQAM, hello. Savage. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. I know you just closed the poll, but I have one. No, too late. WQAM, hello. Hi, Pally. Yes, sir. I like the color green. That's, there's a color. Name a bunch of colors. That would be good. Okay. Okay, thank you. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. WQAM? WQAM. Okay. Listen, I want to know why we're pushed at the helm, why nobody's asking us to disarm. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing, sweetheart? Pretty good. How's everything going today? Good? It's fantastic, man. The calls are the best I've had in, uh, since yesterday. Hey, Neil, one quick thing. I know I know some guy suggested this, uh, I think, last week, about yeah. uh, making, like, a little section on your website about the bits that uh, are banned, the banned bit section. Yeah. Is there any uh, any uh, chance at that? No. No. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. In fact, i got a good idea, but we don't have enough time to do it, to process it. Yeah. If we would have had, like, you know, if we would have thought of this, but this all came down so fast about everything being banned, we could have taken, uh, like, a hundred, and we could have made a double CD set, mm -hmm. and we could have used the, the proceeds from that to uh, fund the uh, ads for StopFCC.com. Wouldn't that have been a great idea? Would have been, but, oh, well. We don't have the time for that. That's uh, There's a long turnover. Anyway, 12 minutes after 11 at 560 WQM, it's going to be an all-Elvis concert all day today on QM. In fact, even on the sports shows, it's going to be all-Elvis all day as a tribute to the Kang. He's still alive, you know. Oh, I know. I saw him just yesterday. If I ever see another one of those shows like that, I'm going to, I will. I'll take a brick and just break every TV set in this house. I just I can't deal with it. 13 past the hour at QAM. If you need a new mattress, you don't have to go schlepping out to those bedding and department stores. Do what I've been doing for a long time. Just make one easy call to Dollar Mattress. Toll free, it's 1-800-MATTRESS. And don't forget that Dollar Mattress backs up everything they say in their advertising 100%, while their competitors lie like crazy. Speaking of liars, when you see a mattress ad making outrageous claims, do yourself a favor and read that fine print. There are lots of lies out there. Here's an example. A big headline that says, Half Off. But then you find out that this only applies to a limited selection of items that you'd never choose. Everything else is still full price. And they probably double the regular price first on that sale item. And you'll probably never be able to make a fair exchange if you don't like it. But at Dollar Mattress, their ads have no tiny print, no disclaimers. And when you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll see that the prices are so low, the other stores have to offer half-off sales just to be able to compete at all. 
Dollar Mattress gives you a no-risk 30-day. Absolutely. 30-day. About 30, man. Comfort exchange policy on all beds, including yours. And don't forget, when you call Dollar Mattress toll-free at 1-800-MATTRESS, you're getting a company ranked number one in overall customer satisfaction, too. From Kendall to Stewart, Palm Beach to Fort Myers, Dollar Mattress reminds you, too, to be sure and read that fine print because they want you to know what you're buying, even if you decide not to buy from them, although I can't imagine that happening. So what are you waiting for? Do what I always do when you need a mattress when the old one's had it. Pick up the phone, make the one simple call, 1-800-MATTRESS, or log on to their website at mattress.com. Dial a mattress, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, the honest way to buy you a great new bed. Live, live and local, we're Sports Radio 560, QAM. It's about basketball. It's about teamwork. It's about the story of two men and the friendship that springs up between them. I don't know if I'm good enough to play basketball with you guys, but I'd sure like to give it a try. See Woody Harrelson like you've always seen him before. Rural, innocent, kind of dumb. Gee, gosh, I don't know about that. Another beer? If you've seen Cheers, if you've seen Wildcats, if you've seen Doc Hollywood, then you've seen White Men Can't Act, starring Woody Harrelson and many talented African Americans. White Men Can't Act. She left me, and I don't know what to do. Gosh. See what we mean? Ass. I just said it again. Uh oh 1118 at 560 WQM. Well, you know, the few words that we still can say, you got to say them a lot. Now, Eric says that uh, QuickTime, the QuickTime format is what this... Uh, footage of Bush on 9-11 is all about. He says he's going to convert it to a, something else later on. Catholicism? Judaism. He's going to convert it. He says our audience uh, won't like QuickTime. Whatever that means, I don't know. I don't have time to diddle with it and watch it right now, but it, it's on there. QuickTime blows. What does that mean? It's a, it's an Apple thing, so he's good to be Oh, it's an Apple it. thing. Man. I yeah. bet you QuickTime really blows, you know. <clears throat> Chunks. I'm going to uh, go to these bedtime stories because the calls today. WQAM, hello. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to nominate uh, Red. Okay, great. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. See, they just they won't stop. You know what I mean? They won't no. stop. I could take fifty thousand calls between now and two o'clock, and they will never stop. Oh, here's just one more that you need to put on there, Neil. Uh, soupy sales. I mean, just just for the hell of it, you know, they just uh, just uh, want to keep adding to it, which might not be a bad idea. WQAM, hello. Question to play uh, Hug A N this morning for Conrad. WQM, hello. Neil, stop yes, the media. And back I'm, to you. I'm, it's the same thing going on right now here in the car. We're playing Elvis, and I got Elvis the end punching like in my car right now. <laughs> yeah, we hit the mother load. Right. Wow. Okay, put it away, Elvis. Man. That is, anyway, the war on Clark. This is uh, from TomPayne.com. It's on our website today, like all the good stories always are, by Larry C. Johnson. Who's Larry Johnson? He's been on a lot of the uh, TV shows, Talking Head. Larry Johnson, if I don't turn the page, was um, a guy. I'll find it. A uh, member of the Veteran Intelligence Professionals for Sanity who served with the CIA 85 through 89, worked in the State Department's Office of Counterterrorism 89 through 93, also is a registered Republican who contributed financially to the Bush campaign in 2000, but not no more. He says, Richard Clark must be wondering if explaining what the U.S. did not do in the war on terrorism is more dangerous than actually fighting the terrorists. Clark, the former terrorism czar for both Presidents George W. Bush and Bill Clinton, is now being vilified by a host of Bush officials, including Dick Cheney and Condoleezza Rice, as a liar. 
The attack on Clark, which consists of leaks, threats, and intimidation tactics, has become the genuine hallmark of the Bush presidency. Previous victims of the Bush smear machine include Army Chief of Staff Eric Shinseki, who challenged the fantasy spun by Don Rumsfeld and Paul Wolfowitz and correctly insisted that several hundred thousand troops would be needed to pacify Iraq. Ambassador Joseph Wilson, who had provided the Bush administration with a report that Niger had not supplied Iraq with uranium yellow cake essential for building a nuclear device, not only were his character and competence called into question, but his family's security were jeopardized by a White House leak that his wife, Valerie Plame, was a covert CIA operative. Secretary of the Treasury Paul O'Neill, who reported on the Bush administration obsession with Iraq and talked early on of removing Saddam Hussein. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. And just a couple more paragraphs I want to read. Can I? Yes. Please. Clark has told the uncomfortable truth in his book and now finds himself the target of the full fury of the angry Bush partisans who insist that fighting terrorism was Bush's highest priority. The evidence shows otherwise. For starters, Clark presented a memo to Condoleezza Rice outlining the urgent threat this tag is made on the document, urgent threat presented by al-Qaeda in January 2001. While Dr. Rice insists she made terrorism a top priority, one of her first decisions in the early days of 2001 was to downgrade Clark's position as the national coordinator for counterterrorism. How is that making terrorism an elevated priority? Is it not Richard Clark also re- uh, it is not, he says. Richard Clark also requested in January 2001 that President Bush convene a meeting of principal Bush officials, the Secretary of State, Secretary of Defense, and the att- Attorney General, but this meeting was postponed by Dr. Rice until September 4, 2001. That seven-month gap represents time that in retrospect could have been used to prevent the 9-11 attacks. The Clark bashers also insist that no more could have been done before 9-11 than what was done during the first eight months of the Bush presidency. Oh, if that was the case, then why did Bush direct the airlines to lock cockpit doors after 9-11? Why did the Bush administration decide to arm pilots, put more air marshals on planes, and federalize its security force doing screening at the airports? Why did the Bush administration order attacks on al-Qaeda camps in Afghanistan if, in the words of Bush spinners, we did all that we could prior to 9-11? Why did Bush officials establish emergency financial task forces comprised of intelligence and law enforcement officials to hunt down the trails of terrorist financing if all had been done prior to 9-11? The uncomfortable facts show that Richard Clark proposed many of these measures in the early days of the Bush presidency. Action was taken only in the aftermath of 9-11. Here's the bottom line. Richard Clark was right, and the Bush administration and the people of the U.S. would have been better off if his warnings in the early days of 2001 had been heeded. Rather than an attack of Richard Clark's character, Republican operatives should focus their venom on the terrorists who killed Americans in the World Trade Centers and the Pentagon. George W. Bush should set the tone and thank his former terrorism chief, apologize for this week's ugliness, and focus on getting Osama bin Laden. As one American, I say thank you, Richard Clark, writes Larry Johnson. We all saw him on MSNBC, CNN, during uh, the lead-up and the war. Can I say... And the interesting part is Richard Clark, registered Republican, Paul O'Neill, the Republican Secretary of the Treasury. Oh, no, these are just all partisan liberals, man. That's what it's all about, Neil. Right. Whatever you say. Morons. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Morons. On the AT&T and Verizon line. Which of these people do you think is the biggest liar? George W. Bush, 181. Rush Limbaugh has moved into second place with 40. He just leapfrogged on O.J., O.J. and Donald Rumsfeld, 38. Bill Clinton, 31. Dick Cheney's moving up the ladder nicely with 28. Condoleezza, 21. Mo Howard David at 14. Michael Moore, 10. John Kerry, 8. Richard Clark, 6. Greg Reed, 6. Tied with Richard Clark. Colin Powell, 1. And Miss Drudge don't have any yet. 430. Probably most people figure Miss Fudge is small potatoes. Yeah. I mean, he was only the one that broke the Monica Blue Dress story, you know. Oh, I know. And ballyhooed that all around. 
He's only the one that put on the screaming lights I was talking about yesterday. Oh, John Kerry and the intern, here we go again. And that one didn't pan out. Another trial balloon. This one, the, they popped the balloon before it floated. Of course, Miss Fudge, she's still floating. 26 past 11 at 560 WQM. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are incredible. You pay zero closing costs, zero application fees, zero credit bureau fee, and even zero discounted points. Get that new low interest rate at just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are just $334 a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, all you pay is $668 a month. And don't forget, once you refinance or get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never, ever pay those nasty closing costs again. So call and find out all the details. There's no obligation. Call 1-866-395-LEND. Get the low-rate mortgage you deserve, then move on to your next property with no further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get that new low financing rate at just 1.25%. It's called the only one mortgage from Financial Group and never pay closing costs again. Call them today. What's not to like? Call 1-866-395-LEND. That's 1-866-395-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rates subject to change monthly, 4.21 APR. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. She's an orthodox Jew, and she needs to buy bread that is unleavened. Boy. She's buying bread at 7 11. Oh, and the bread is wonder. Oh, and the bread is wonder. Oh, and the bread is really wonder. And we should put out right at this point, even for the glam out there, wonder bread is. Poison, okay, it'll kill you seven different ways. You do know that, don't you? I do know that. It's 11.30 at 5.60 WQM. Let's take a look at that schedule today. The Mad Dog, he's a little bit overworked lately. All right. He's got the day off. Kimba Bo Camper at 2. Let me take a look at his schedule. Is the Mad Dog off tomorrow because we got the, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah. Muffin her old age, she's slipping. Can this be right? This is one of the great things in the history of mankind. Did you look at his schedule for tomorrow yet, mister? No. He was reminding me about opening day, which is next week one day in a regular season. Take a puke at what we got tomorrow. Ooh, hey now. Marlins on deck at 12.50 tomorrow, and the Marlins uh, play the Orioles in Fort Lauderdale at Janky Stadium at 105 tomorrow. Means we got a two-hour and 50-minute show tomorrow. Oh! All right. Holy moly. Holy mackerel. And next Tuesday, I think it is, is opening day. Am I correct? And we get off at noon? He said something like that. Wow. Anyway, today, let's get back to today's schedule and stop bragging about the fact that you got less than a three-hour show tomorrow. Kimba at 2, the Humper at 4, three solid hours for the Hebrew Hammer today. <laughs> a very tough assignment, if you ask me. That was fun. Hurricane Hotline at 7, the big oh! Orlando Elsa Query at 8, because we have got nobody else. Eddie K at 10, and then uh, that's it. And when's Joe coming back? When's Joe, when's Joe Costello coming back on, damn it? I don't know. Let's get with it. Come on, Greg, you lying sack of crap. Here's the whole story now in this uh, Condoleezza business, as much as the public gets. In a reversal, National Security Advisor Condoleezza Rice will testify in public under oath before the Commission investigating the 9-11 terrorist attacks. As long as the panel seeks no further public testimony from White House officials, the administration said to them, others will throw you her, and that's it. Right? Yeah. In addition, 
President Bush and Vice President Cheney have agreed to a single joint private session. They've agreed to a single joint. They're going to share it. It's usually private less, uh, session with all ten commissioners, with one commission staff member present to take notes of the session. White House Counsel Alberto Gonzalez said in the letter to the panel, Speedy Gonzalez. White House Press Secretary Scott McClellan on Air Force One with President Bush said the commission had unanimously agreed to the administration's conditions for the testimony. The decision was conditioned on the Bush administration receiving assurances in writing from the commission that such a step does not set a precedent and that the commission does not request additional public testimony from any White House official, including Dr. Rice. And it goes on and on. Well, we won't do this, and we might. The decision to have Rice testified is made in the wake of the publication of former White House counterterrorism chief Richard Clark's book, in which he charges that the Bush administration was slow to act against the threat of Al Qaeda. And as David Corn and others have pointed out in the last couple of days, articles that we've referred to, uh, it isn't a question of opinion. It happens to be a matter of fact. Or was it Matt? Whoever it was. One of those. Matt Blivens? Somebody. Here's a fact that says, when I watched the footage of Bush being informed of the second plane, I wondered about his reaction, as did a lot of people, I'm sure. It appeared as though he nodded his head slightly and didn't speak a word. He remained stoically staring into space as if living in a surreal experience that the events he expected really came true. I think he would have said the F word and gone to Air Force One immediately, or at the very least, would have asked a few questions and issued a couple of orders to the informer. I saw this immediately, says our faxer today. And if you want to see it again, go to neilrogers.com and take a puke at that. Uh, what is it again? Quick uh, lockstep, quick step, quick uh, quick time? Whatever. It's there. But the video is there, the five-minute video. In fact, I wonder, do we get audio with that, too, where he says, Mary had a little lamb? Do we get that part? The version I saw had audio. Well, that would be cute. Let's take a look at that poll we got going today, speaking of all these lies. Which of these people do you think is the biggest liar? George W. Bush, nobody's going to touch him, 204. Nobody can come close to W. Rush Limbaugh, though, is giving it a shot, 44. Donald Rumsfeld, 42. O.J., 39. Bill Clinton, 32. See, O.J. should have 32. That was his number, right? That would be appropriate. Dick Cheney, 31. Condoleezza has only got 23. Pleaser. Oh, my goodness. Mo Howard David at 15. Michael Moore, 10. Based on what, I have no idea, just because we put him on there. John Kerry, 8. Richard Clark, eight. Greg Reed's got six. Gets more to people inside the building. Oh, when he goes out to lunch, I guess they'll vote, right? When the coast is clear. Colin Powell's got a pair in Matt Drudge. He don't have any out of 464. Your small potatoes, Miss Drudge. They don't care about you. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. WQAM, hello. Neil, good yes, afternoon. Yes, sir. Ben, like, here. Good evening. i like to uh, vote on your poll if I'm still allowed to say that. Vote on my poll? <laughs> I got. I like to vote. On the air? How do you do that? <laughs> well, I don't have a computer. Maybe you can vote for me? Okay. Condoleezza? Okay, thanks. Um, like I said, <laughs> I'm kind of enjoying it, though, in a yeah, really I perverse like those way. Other calls, though. See, no, what I'm going to do is I think this is a new format. I'm going to intersperse uh, three things. Some really interesting uh, bedtime stories, some serious, some not so serious. A lot of Elvis. <laughs> and then some, some wacky calls. So it sounds like a new format to me, don't it? What a great talk up man. The old man still ain't lost it. Let's all go to Graceland. Oh! One last uh, shot at it. Oh! Come on, let's go. For old time's sake, get on a big bus and go to Graceland. Okay, now what I'm going to do also for the audience is give, cut them a little slack. I'm pushing too hard like the seeds in that song. 
13906. That means we need 94 more by 2 o'clock to get to 14,000. We're not going to pass Texas today. This week, you were right. You said before this week. They got 14,157, and they've been doing something on the air there in Dallas, Houston, uh, Laredo, wherever the hell, Austin. So they've been doing it. But we can make 14,000 by the end of the show. Even you would agree with that. Yes, I would. Only 94 more to go. Signatures. StopFCC.com. Get on it. In fact, let's take a look right now and see the last five people. I bet you there's Florida people on there. Look at that. Mike and Plantation. Thanks, Mike. Mike signed it. But Nevada, California, New York, and Pennsylvania. But the good thing is, you notice how spread out this is from all over the country now. Yes. 124,259 signatures on Scott's petition to stop the FCC from taking away our First Amendment rights. Slow this down, this, this runaway freight train. Where pretty soon we won't be able to say hello and goodbye. And then just play all Elvis. Oh, this is so bad. Didn't Joe Dowell do this one first? And you see, I love you. Please don't break my heart in two. Now, now seriously, I, I, I don't want to do an anti-Elvis thing, because, you know, I like a lot of his music. But a lot of his music was pure crap, okay? I mean, that is... That's the heart that it's a, it, it sounds like a guy that slept with his mother until he was about... About 30, man. You know what I mean? Most of it was crap. I beg your pardon. Josh, did you hear what he just said? Yeah. Most of it was crap. Most of Elvis's music was 99 crap. 99.9% of Elvis's music now, was Now, I uh, tend to agree bad. with that, but I'll say that real fast. But how can you possibly say that? Just out loud. Oh, out loud? Bad songs. Good performer. Elvis was crap? Good performer. Bad songs. Now, a good performer when he was, like, really fat in Vegas with those suits that were, like, two sizes too small? No, when he was young and uh, innovative. I see. Breaking the rules and whatnot. Breaking the rules because he shook his hips. Yeah. Whoa. On the Ed Solomon that. show. On television? You ever see the Ed Solomon show? My grandmother used to think it was the Ed Solomon show. She thought it was. She thought everybody was Jewish. Mickey, Man Mickey Mantle was Mickey Mendel. She, I'm not making that up either. She thought everybody was Jewish. <laughs> Let's see. Are there any songs in here? Oh, here you go. Here's real syrup. Huh? Here we go. Ponderous. Slow. Coma-inducing. Okay, I'll tell you. Yeah, what was this good Elvis well, song? Our audience hates Elvis, so don't get too... Uh, no, seriously, I'll tell you a couple of Elvis songs I like a lot. And I All can't right. find them on here. Well, one moment, please. You can't think of them either. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. That's bad. Let's see. Um, I don't like that. I don't like that. I got them all. I, mean, I had them all. Cute in a campy sort of way. No, some of them. No, but corny. Corny. Uh, big hunk of love. Big hunk yeah. of crap. No, that's not it. Um, uh, one night. Dog. One night. One night. What? One night with you. Don't remember that song? One night. Yeah, I remember it. Blue. No, that was good. Bluesome. No, it was good. I didn't like it. I did. Where the hell is it? Well, don't tell me I don't have that. You don't have it. That is bad. Oh, I'll find it. I got enough Elvis here, man. I got Elvis up the old, uh, oh, I can't say that. But I can say ass. Just, just all by itself. You can't make it in connection with anything else. You just have to say ass. Just out of nowhere. Hey, how are you doing today? Ass. ass. <laughs> don't ask. Uh, I, I can't find one night. And isn't that something? Because that's about the only one I really, uh, miss. I mean, there's some other ones that are okay, like maybe once every 20, 30 years. Uh, I want you, I need you, I love you. So corny. I mean, uh. I don't like that. 
How about Return to Sender? That was pretty good. Eh, okay. It was you right. didn't like that, Return to Sender? It was all right. Huh? <laughs> this is great. Oh, man. If you log on to eBay, you can bid on my two. And I think that'll be on the QM uh, sports auction today. Elvis's uh, jockstrap is going to be on there. I bet you Clarence will be voting on that. He'll be bidding. I didn't hate this one. You already yeah. I, I just got through playing Suspicious Minds a little Let's bit. Of, in fact, 40. I think I played more more than enough, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we'll uh, argue that when we come back after the break. We're going to argue about Elvis today because your calls are so weak. Burn in Love. I do like Burn in Love. It's okay. In fact, it's all right. Ah! See, when you say that, uh, I guess the audience thinks I just made that up about how he slept with mommy until he was like almost 20 years old. Oh, I mean, I say just exaggerate a wee bit, but it's uh, a little embarrassing, don't you think? What's his mom look like? Now? Then. Not good. 19 till noon at 560. In fact, I don't think too much difference between now and then. Hey, when you shop for quality footwear, great selection and professional service, there's only one place to go. I've been telling you about Brandy's in Pompano for a long time. At Brandy's Shoes, you'll find the biggest selection of men's and women's shoes, the best service, and the best prices in town, period. At Brandy's, you'll find all the top names that you know and love and covet, like Rockport, Florsheim, SAS, Sperry, Timberland, Naturalizer, and lots more. And with Brandy's humongous selection, the chances are they'll never say to you, sorry, you don't have that style in your size. You want it? They got it. So find out for yourself why most of Brandy's customers not only keep coming back, but usually buy several pair or is that pairs on each visit. Brandy's is open daily 9 to 9, Sundays 10 to 5. You'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. 1290 North Federal. It's always worth the trip no matter where you are. And right now is a great time to save at Brandy's Shoes because that means that all men and women's famous brand name shoes are on special sale. So stop in or visit right now at brandyshoes.com. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. We're changing the pool, by the way, Eric. It's an Elvis pool coming up momentarily. You'll see. If you log on to eBay, you can bid on my two. But you shouldn't be buying a thing that don't belong to you. And so I'm saying, return my motor. I want to get back. That's my goal. So I'm singing, return my motor, come on, be a path, why would they auction my root canal, return my motor, you've got no right to sell my teeth, that really bites. Thirteen to eleven at five sixty WQAM. 
Uh, I'm going to change the pool. I know Eric's going to feel put upon, but that's okay. He did a great job of getting that picture up there of W sitting in there with them little kids. Do you think if they would have had an IQ contest in that classroom? Well, at any rate, just a thought. <laughs> at any rate, let's change the pool. Here's our new question. Well, let me give you the results of the other one, and we'll schmick Hannah right away as soon as Eric can put the new one on there. The other question, which of these people do you think is the biggest liar? 547 votes. That's not too bad. Not too great. George W. Bush, 238. Rush Limbaugh, 52. Don Rumsfeld, 49. O.J., 48. Dick Cheney, 36. Bill Clinton, 33. Condoleezza, 26. Mo Howard David, 23. John Kerry, 12. Michael Moore, 11. Nine for Richard Clark. Greg Reed still stuck on six. Colin Powell, four. And Miss Drudge don't have any. I don't think they know who the hell that is. No. Miss Fudge? Out of 547. Okay, here's the new poll question. What's your all-time favorite Elvis Presley song? Now, the first choice on there would be Elvis Sucks, right? Okay. And I think that'll win. Because there's so many songs, you know what I mean? Right. Our audience hates Elvis. They, they despise Elvis. Good. They can't they can't stand people that go to Graceland, people who are living in the past, people that, uh, like those Australians from down under that are schlepping there with their candles and are holding candlelight vigils for Elvis, waiting for him to come back and order a pizza or something. What's that all about? But there's a lot of choices on here, okay? Now, we'll wait till Eric gets set up, and then, of course, Josh, in his own inimitable style, can butcher up the spelling. Although, these are basically pretty simple words, you know? That even Josh, I think, can handle like hound dog. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Can you handle that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Words that you've heard before, as opposed to a lot of the names that we get on there, like uh, Gordon McRae, Sheila, whatever the hell that thing was you had yesterday. How are we phrasing the question again? What's your take the on The question Elvis? is, no, not what's your take <laughs> on Elvis. Elvis, living or dead. Now, the question is, what's your all-time favorite Elvis Presley song? The first choice, Elvis sucks which means they don't have a favorite Elvis song. They don't like Elvis. They can't stand Elvis. Elvis makes them want to puke, okay? There are a lot of people who feel that way. Yeah. Now, even you won't vote for that, though. No. Because there are Elvis songs, not too many, that you like. I think Elvis sucks, but I still have a favorite Elvis song. Right. Oh, okay. Well, now, wait a minute. Should we make two? Uh, no, well, no. No, no. <laughs> Come on, cut some slack for the king, baby. Uh, hound Dog. Now, we'll start with a few uh, obvious ones, okay? Hound Dog, don't be cruel, right? Right. Like I said, don't be cruel. That's enough. Oh, too much. In fact, how many uh, Elvis songs is too much? One. You're right. 99 and 9 tenths percent of what he did was crap. Corn. Garbage. And you know something? Carl Perkins probably should have sued his ass. Yes, he should have. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show. I don't think he can Carl Perkins' ass. I agree. This wasn't a bad song, but... It was a great song when Carl Perkins did it. In fact, it, right. I, I think Carl Perkins wrote it. Yes, he I'm did. pretty sure. Yes, he did. Since you're one of those purists who says, oh, you can't be a musician yes, unless did. you write your own music. That's right. And did Elvis write his own music? No. Did he write any music? No. no. Not that I know of. And he recorded it first, Carl. Let's see. Blue Suede Shoes, written by Carl Perkins. It says it right here on an insert, on my package insert. Everybody should have a package. package insert. Yeah. Watch it. Write it down, Josh. 11.51, Tuesday, March 30th. March. About 30, man. He said package. 
Let's see, Sarah, look at that. The pool is down. The old one, we're getting the new one up there. I think this is exciting. That's what we needed today, a little bit of diversion from all the other crap. Now, let's see. Here's a um, <clears throat> here's a fax from Jane in Miami. You know, it's really interesting that we get faxes from women. We get uh, suggestions, poll suggestions from women, but we don't get any calls from women. Maybe because we're doing the screenless thing, they're outnumbered so bad. But like yesterday, when we did the thing about, you know, famous people who are not really all that great looking, but they think are really hot, we only had one woman call on that all day. And that's that's so depressing and debilitating. The women just don't love us. Oh, now this, this, <laughs> how do they do this, by the way? How did they put that kid in the picture with Bush? It's on CNN right now again. Actually, the kid yawning. Seven billion. Yeah, with all your heart. CBS Worldwide Pants, and they got this kid in the background who's yawning and holding it. That's uh, obviously a fake, right? Nice. It, was Let it was Letterman. It was on Letterman, so we know it was a fake. It, too bad it wasn't real. It would have been really good. At any rate, Jane says, I'm a regular, and by the way, woman listener thinks you're great. I am, Jane. The women just hate me like poison because they're, they're humorless bitches. Also, I'm a Democrat. Hate Bush. Believe Richard Clark, etc., etc. However, I just want to correct your statement that Richard Clark is a registered Republican uh, as... Richard Clark admitted on Meet the Press Sunday he voted for Gore in 2000 and didn't want to say who he'll vote for this year. Uh, I understand that, but he's still you can vote for anybody you want, but he's still a registered Republican. That, I didn't just make that up. He said it. It's in the book. He voted for uh, yada, yada. He says, I'm not going to endorse Kerry. That's what the White House wants me to do. They want me to say I'm part uh, when you vote for him. That's my business, Clark said. So maybe he will, maybe he won't. But he is a registered Republican. And by the way, Jane, you better hope that many people who are registered Republicans also don't vote for Bush. Besides Richard Clark. I just mentioned that in passing. So, Jane, nice try. Thank you for the memories, but you're wrong on that one. At any rate, where are we going? I mean, he did vote so, for Gore, but he's still a registered Republican. Okay, you got that? Is that so difficult to understand? Yes. Oh. Hound Dog, loving you. Oh, this makes me want to throw up. These are horrible. Oh. Schmaltz. My Oh, now do you hear the way he said that? Yeah. He said those words like a guy that slept with his mommy till he was about 30 years old. About 30, man. Listen. I heard like you. Kind of like. Butch it up a little, Elvis. Come on. Loving you. Just loving you. I mean, you call that singing? I actually, when it comes to singing, put him almost in the same category with Dean Martin and Perry Como. Oh, boy. Well, you know what I mean. Guys that sure. couldn't sing a lick. They might be able to lick, but they sure couldn't sing. The All shook up. Got it? We got it. Are you writing these down, Josh? He is. Are we getting these on the uh, computer on our pool? Eventually. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Now, I would say Heartbreak Hotel comes close to being like a real song, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's adequate. Adequate. At the end of Lone Street, that's Heartbreak Hotel. And that's where the singing stops right there, the blah, 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 like that. Um, in fact, also, let's put Bing Crosby in there, too. The great crooner, Bing Crosby. Yeah. Remember Two Love, Bing Crosby and Grace oh, yeah, Kelly? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there were those people, ba ba boom, ba ba ba. Yeah, it was kind of shtick, you know. They really couldn't sing, but it was just uh, there was nobody else around. And they picked up the slack and made a lot of money, having no talent. Now this ain't all that bad, is it? Jailhouse Rock. It's not bad. But it is corny. 
Oh. And now somebody says, a little less conversation is the best Elvis song and the only one I can listen to. Oh, my God. It's lunchtime, and it's also time to <laughs> give back yesterday's lunch to humankind. Wow. Let's put that on there, a little less conversation. The only reason that uh, Randy would say that, who said the facts, is because uh, he's probably a punk, and that uh, came out like a year or two ago. I got that here, too, but I think I'm not going to play it. Good. Thank that, you. That would be that would be cruel and unusual punishment, even cruel. for this audience. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh God, this is so great. Yeah, don't be cruel, Elvis. Come on. We're all going to Graceland. Everybody hop on that bus. You know I can Oh, by the way, we just checked, and Elvis is still dead. Live and local. This is 560. The radio's all yours now. But he's coming back. I am Frau Ileana Ross Leitman, and I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass with soap made from jewels and listening to the near Roche Amunista Hour. Celebrity fragrances have reached dazzling new heights. Elizabeth Taylor has white diamonds. Ooh. Jennifer Lopez has glow. Ah. And now, now, Courtney Love has chlamydia. Chlamydia. The enticing new aroma from Courtney Love's hole surprised the one you love by giving them chlamydia. Chlamydia. The contagious fragrance from Courtney Love. Look for the bottle shaped like a... Uh-oh. Well, just, just look for the bottle. Chlamydia. Available at Smears, Rite Aid, JCPU, and all gangrene's locations. Top known at 560 WQM. we got a heavy do now. I don't see uh, Elvis sucks on that poll yet, Josh. No, oversight. And we can, we can put this up there anytime you want, Eric. We can get this on it and leave you alone for the rest of the day while you okay. uh, eat your bologna. Uh, let's get that on there right away. Elvis sucks. That's going to win. Yeah, yeah. My vote. <laughs> one night, one night. Let's get that on there so I can vote and uh, crack this thing open here. One night, which I don't have that here. I can't believe it. I don't have it either. You don't have it there either. Well, I mean, I didn't look through all the fifty. You're lying. CDs, He's lying, Josh. He just don't want to play it because it's a good ten song. Hits doesn't have it. No, it wasn't in the top ten. I got that same thing here too. Uh, I don't know. Golden Records. Uh, I don't get it. How come one night is not here? You know the song I'm talking about. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, let's see, Jailhouse Rock. We got that on there. Yeah. Too much. Don't be cruel. That's when your heartaches begin. You got that? We do now. Oh. Oh, my God. Just unbelievably bad. You're right, George. That's when your heartaches begin, when the music starts. How about... Teddy Bear, you're right. He actually sucked. I never really thought about it as much until I saw that thing on Independent Film Channel. Really <laughs> sent me off this morning. And then you said, I mean, you know, it took a lot of courage on George's part to say, for a little guy like George, uh, he sucked. And you're right. Most of his music was garbage. I mean, you've done as many songs as he has of other Teddy people's Bear. songs as he has. Uh, you're Got that, Teddy Bear? Are you following this now? Because I'm going kind of fast here. You know what I mean? Let's see. If you had people writing a whole bunch of songs for you, a couple of them just by accident are bound to be good. Right. Now, what about if you say this song sucks, they're going to be coming in, they're going to be protesting, picketing the station, even though All you right. might have a point. Well, honestly. Here we go. Up or down? Love down. Me, oh. Sorry. Sorry. So saccharine, man, that uh, there, <laughs> yeah. there, are, there, are la there are laboratory mice that are dying just from hearing that. I think they're Treat me nice. Arab abortion. Gitmo with that song. 
<laughs> oh, treat me nice. When I walk through that door, baby, be polite. He might be, when we do that poll of the most overrated performers of all time, he might He's have it. to be uh, right there at the top of the list, you know? He is it. He's the king. Is he the king, yeah, good one, Josh. Whoa, comedy from Josh. Any way you want me. Any way you want me, got it? I'll be strong. Oh, God. Uh, oh, this one, George doesn't like it. I want you. I need you. I love you. It's corny. Oh, now, here's one that you might actually like a little bit. I think it's okay. One of them hillbilly things, you know. That's all right, Mom. Yeah, it's all right. Well, that's all right, Mama. <laughs> that's all right for you. Yeah. I... That's all right, Mama. Just any way you do, that's all right. That's all right. Okay. That's all right. Actually, uh, listen to that voice. Sound like somebody squeezing in with a vice, you know? Squeezing his privates. Yeah, probably mama. What? <laughs> Baby, let's play house. What kind of wreck is this? You know, I think that we hit the mother load today. I think we stumbled into the biggest problem of all time, the problem in the world today. It's not fundamentalist religion. It's not crazy political leaders. It's Elvis. That's it. I think Elvis has uh, driven the world mad. Those people that were screaming about Elvis when he was on Ed Solomon and the other TV show, Steve Allen, in the beginning, I think they may have had a point. I think Elvis has turned the entire human race into a bunch of lunatics. Mystery train, this ain't too bad. Ain't too good, but it ain't too bad. Hop on that mystery train. It's terrible, like I said. Well, it's one for the money. You got blue suede shoes? You got it. Oh! Well, you can do anything but take me over my blue suede shoes. Yeah, Carl Perkins should have sued his ass. Well, it's just not the way it works, you know. Anyway, uh, what do we got so far? Elvis sucks 11. Your all-time favorite Elvis Presley song got the new poll up there. All shook up two. Jailhouse Rock two. One night that was my vote. A little less conversation one. That was uh, and we know who it is. And that was the first 17 votes. Just uh, went on there like now. Let's get a million votes on this, okay? Because we discovered today that Elvis is the problem in the world. It is. It really is. All of these other people that you're blaming Bush and Condoleezza and this one and the Clinton and uh, all of these other people. It's not them. It's not even the Al-Qaeda people. It's not all these other crazy, fundamentalist, born-again, lunatic religionists. It's Elvis, because that's a religion unto itself. Yeah. When, you saw, when I saw those people this morning on that flick, what the hell was the name of that thing? Taking Care of Elvis on the Independent <laughs> Film right. Channel. It was uh, the following a, uh, a group, a, uh, an entourage that, tre that schlepped, that trekked all the way from Australia to Graceland to pay tribute to Elvis. And they had a candlelight vigil outside of Graceland. Yeah. And they all sat there with their candles lit and all their little pictures of Elvis all around. I'm not talking about a few people. I'm talking about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of crazy people, of which there are millions of these people in the world. I mean, there was only a few from Australia there, but there are millions of these people running around sure. loose, you know? They love him tender. Oh, oh, did you get that honor? Yeah. Love them chicken tenders. They'll kill you, yeah. by the way. 
Look at that. Elvis Sucks has got 18 votes out of the first 29. Not looking too good for the king. WQAM, hello. Nobody there on the Elvis line. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Elvis line. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. Uh, um, I know you don't like multiple nominations, but there's just so many Elvis songs that are actually pretty good. Okay, well, let's uh, hear what some of them are. Wow. Uh, his latest flame, or read the name of his latest flame. That's a great song. That was not, I wouldn't say it was a great song. It was okay, his latest flame. Uh, Little Sister. Little Sister was a pretty weak, right? Oh, come on. And, and yeah. the later stuff, I think you mentioned Suspicious Mind. Uh, Kentucky Rain was a good song, too. Uh, I would agree with that. In fact, I got it here somewhere. I'll play a little bit of that. Kentucky Rain was good. Thank you. Take care. Okay, and you too. Well, how do you like that? He said uh, his latest flame. Da -da -da -da. Marie's the name of his latest flame. Now, do we put Burning Love on there? Because that one is good. We're doing it Burning now. Love, Return to Sender. Mm -hmm. Huh? Okay. And all the uh, Elvis haters and all the punks out there. We don't know from Elvis. Well, you know what? Too bad. You might learn something today. You might learn what really bad music's all about. I mean, <laughs> that's right. What? And what was the one I just said? Kentucky Rain. I Kentucky know Rain. I had that here bad. somewhere. Huh? That ain't bad. That ain't too bad. It's one that you might actually say, hey, I, I would listen to a couple of bars of that. Yeah, I didn't set out to hate Elvis, you know. It, it just it happened. Just, it just happened. Organically. I see. Oh. Not good. I take back what I just said. Not good. Seven. Boy, it's been a long time. Not long enough. Oh, my God, that's a terrible song. What about Fever? Peggy Lee, huh? Peggy had that big mole on her puss. The razor blade problem. down, Josh. Come on. Fever in the morning and you know what at night. Fever. I beg your pardon? We were just thinking about that chick. We have Fever, Fever. I think we can still play that one, too. Oh, here's one. I got a woman. Yeah, I'll bet. I got a woman. Way across town. And this last caller, how could he have left out one of the most famous and one of my least favorite? A song that would make you stop going to church forever. Oh, man. In the ghetto. Got that one down, Josh? On a cold Got and gray Chicago morning, a poor little baby child. <laughs> I'm just cutting to the end. That's what happened. I discovered today that George is not always wrong. Once in a great while, just by uh, accident, he hey. stumbles into something, he, a real bucket of stuff. Even a He's right. Stuff. Elvis sucked. God. So, you know, I looked through all these golden records here. Yeah. And I found Blue Suede Shoes by Carl Perkins. But no, no Elvis songs at all on any of these, did you know? Well, that's because uh, they couldn't get those, don't you understand? Because I, I RCA do. had a copyright on that. That's not because they wouldn't want to put them on. Are you crazy? Right. It happens that way with the Beatles, too. Right. You ain't nothing but a Now, what was the other one he said? Oh, there's a whole bunch of them on here. We got Suspicious Minds. What about Good Luck Charm? If you must. Right. Oh, and another one that really was a big hit, and it was just horrible. It was the flip side of one of those other ones. Don't. Don't. I got a good one for you. I don't think I have it here. It's one that I like, and you might actually, too. Won't you wear my ring around your neck? Wear my ring around your neck is the name of the song. There's one. You have it? I don't remember that one. I don't have it. You don't know the song? Won't you wear my ring around your neck? Yes, you do. You know that song. I've played it a million times. You've got it there somewhere. 
My God, I can't believe you. You're you're just uh, the anti-Elvis. No, no, no. What the hell is this? Let me tell you. I know that, but how how can that be on his disc? It's not supposed to be in that spot. Hard-headed woman, big yeah. hunk of love. The the, uh, the this is a disc that does the numbers don't match the uh, the uh, menu. Noticing. Maybe I have the wrong disc in there. Yes. All these songs in rapid succession. I've never listened to actually, you know, like an Elvis's greatest hits. Yeah. A lot of these sound awfully similar. From, uh, similar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you: If you played a lot of the Stone songs, many of them sound the same. Perhaps. But a lot of the early Beatles songs, they all sound the same. The Beatles' early stuff was garbage. They all have you would a little more variety. I like the early Beatles. What about hard-headed woman? You like the early Beatles, like uh, Please Please Me? Not like the Latter-day Beatles, but nevertheless, it was just fine for its time. Oh, it was horrible. She Loves You? Oh, my goodness. Well, hard-headed woman, woman so you got it? And a big hunk of... Got that too. Big hunk of love. It's a big hunk of crap. Hey, Boy, he sure had a lot of hits. Forgot I couldn't sing. How about Stuck on You, Man? Stuck on Jews. You can shake a tree. And then, of course, there was always... It's now or never. It's now or never. How about never? And... <laughs> and... How could you forget one of the classic Elvis uh, songs, man? This is definitive Elvis. Really crooning and mooning. Are you lonesome tonight? No. Do you miss? <laughs> Great minds work alike, as usual. So the list is growing, man. We're going to have 8,000 Elvis songs for you to vote on, or you can just say Elvis sucks, which I'm, I'm convinced I'm going to change my vote. Elvis just blues. <laughs> 1213 at 560 WQM. If you're in a dead-end job, man, like you're hanging out at Graceland all the time trying to find some of them Elvis uh, bubblegum cards, if you're underpaid and overworked, you'd like to have yourself some skills, man, so you can get yourself some real uh, cash, get your hands on a real job, here's a way to do it. Make one easy call to our friends at Fast Train, toll-free 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They can have you trained and certified for a brand-new high-paying computer network professional career in just four months' time. What's not to like? That's true. You can be fully trained and ready for a great new career in as little as four short months. Fast Train offers day, evening, weekend classes to fit around your schedule. They offer job placement assistance and financial aid to people who qualify, too. Seven convenient locations are waiting for you, so don't wait. Change your life for the better. Get out of your dead end and get yourself some real skills and a big, fat paycheck that goes along with it. Call them today. First, check them out on the web if you like at FastTrain.com, and then make that call once and for all. Call toll-free 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Neil Rogers. 
Oh, well, bless my soul, what's wrong with Lisa Marie? Now we got a pervert up the family tree. A spinning in my grave and I'm about to throw up. I kick his ass. Oh, if I could get dug up. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. oh, well, my legs are rotted and my arms fell off. So cold in the grave, I got a nasty cough. The king of pops popping my buttercup. I bust his ass. If I could get dug up, uh huh, uh huh. Well, I break his jaw and give him two black eyes. His nose was swelled to its original size. I bleach his skin until he's all gone. I bend him over while the chimp looks on. So do me a favor if you love me. Bring a backhoe to the cemetery. There's a llama-loving pedophile I gotta beat up, but I can't oh, unless I get dug up. Uh -huh. hmm, yeah. Somebody dig me up. There you go, Tracy and Kendall. That's for you. She faxed and says, I love many Elvis songs, but the, my vote for the poll is Burn Love. I would agree. That's a pretty good song. It's all right, and we got a bit we can play. We just found uh -huh. another one. Well, we can't play uh, the Boca Brian tribute to Elvis. I just auditioned that during the break, and it's a good thing I did because it's got a lot of those uh, raspberry kind of sounds, but they're not raspberries. What bit is that? I don't know. No, Burn and Love, you said. We got a bit. Oh, we do? No, that one, the one you just played. Oh. Oh, I see. If I could get dug up. That's we got Burn and Roids, but I don't think we can play that. Why not? <laughs> can we? Let's play as much as we can. Let's audition it. Uh-oh. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Then. <laughs> oh, we make it three seconds. Oh that? man! Woo! That was one of the shortest auditions in history. Even the uh, even the Gong Show never going to anybody off that fast. I'm gonna wow. smack a match. <laughs> yeah, for many reasons. Wow, that was shocking. Anyway, Tracy says I'm a closet Elvis fan. I was at Graceland in January and loved it. It's definitely a must see for the Elvis fan. The only sad, actually pathetic thing I saw was people crying during the tour. Oh, Everything you say about Elvis is... Oh, no. What? People crying during the tour? Yes. About what? About the fact that the king is gone. Don't you understand? This is very serious business, mister. But his music and fame live on. Live on. And RCA is real happy about it. Everything you say about Elvis is right on. In fact, the first song he sang for Sun Records was a birthday ballad for his mama, although he's known as the King of Rock. That's All Right, Mama was his first hit. Did I, I just played a little of that, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, you did. All he ever wanted to sing was slow ballads, and I hate all of them, she says. Could you play the song about Elvis Turner? I just did. More importantly, says Tracy, over the weekend I watched Bill Clinton speak at the Democratic Unity Dinner, and he was nothing short of amazing. I saw that he was great, like always. He's sensational. My husband and I agreed we'd vote for him again in the instant. Amen. Though we can run for president, we agree with your idea of Clinton running for VP. Maybe we could start a website, ClintonForVP.com, and force him to run and save us from the Bush regime. Thanks, Tracy, but uh, we got enough on our plate already, okay? Enough campaigns. And we're not doing too good on this one right here. I'm amazed. We needed, what, 96 to get to uh, uh, 14,000? Yeah. In Florida. And we still need 70. That's not it. all that exciting, huh? We can do it. We got 70 to go to get to 14,000. StopFCC.com. Let's get with it, okay? We're trying to entertain you with some Elvis, which is probably why they're not voting, okay? They're probably gone. They're probably rushing over to Rush now to pop a few. Like I said. When we kiss my heart's on fire. Surrender, one of the all-time worst Elvis songs. What about Good Luck Charm? That's kind of innocuous. Uh, 
Just awful. I mean, seriously, for a guy that had how many thousand songs did he record? About thirty, man. And all those uh, gospel ballads and all of that crap too. And and out of all of that, to have like only maybe a uh, two or three that we could honestly say, well, that was some really good crap, you know. If he didn't have that act, how many hits do you think he'd have? Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't have this one either. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. The Wonder of You. I don't. Know. Uh, right at Pesach time too. The Wonder of Jews. I don't think I have that. Where the hell are some of these? Oh, here it is. I do have it. And I guess I'll be forced to play like a little tiny bit of it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so very you much. Are you lonesome tonight? Didn't we already just play Are We Lonesome? I think I just... I wonder if you... I wonder... At any rate. Well, it was one of those things in its time. You know what I mean? In its time. I'm sure Rudy sure. Valley was great, too, in his time. Remember Rudy in the Valley? Mm-hmm. I'm really pissed off about the fact that it's taken so long. And in fact, if you look at the last five people to sign a petition on StopFCC.com, Alan from uh, Massachusetts, Darren from California, Vin from Massachusetts, uh, Brad from Texas, Carolyn from New Jersey, those are the last five. Anybody from Florida? No. 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 Now, i got news for you. I guarantee you that there are thousands of you people who have been doing nothing the last week and a half we've been talking about this, sitting on your ass, Oh, Genial, that's really interesting, but, uh, you know, can't we do something a little more fun than that? You know, we don't want to sign no petition. Get with it. How many radio shows need to go off the air before you finally discover that freedom of speech is dead? About 30, man. Well, we're on our way, believe me. Oh, here's some good news, though. Patient wins the right to fly with pot. Okay. A man who legally smokes marijuana for medicinal purposes should have been allowed to board a Delta Airlines flight with a drug, federal official said. But the U.S. Department of Transportation dismissed a complaint filed by stockbroker Irvin Rosenfeld, who alleged that the airline discriminated against him when ticket agents refused to let him board a flight in 2001 from Fort Lauderdale to Washington. Rosenfeld, who suffers a chronic bone condition, has legally smoked pot since he was placed in the federal government's medical marijuana program in 82. He's among fewer than 10 people who have the right to carry marijuana under the program, which stopped accepting new patients in 92. A Delta spokesman said the airline had no comment. The government report released Friday said Rosenfeld's conduct during the incident amounted to grandstanding. Rosenfeld said marijuana is the only medication effective in treating a rare bone disease causing tumor growth, muscle spasms, and internal bleeding. He smokes about 12 joints each day and plans to appeal the order. Grandstanding. I mean, I mean minor things like uh, internal bleeding, muscle spasms, tumor growth, only minor things like that. He was grandstanding. Cry, baby. How sad. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. It's an all Elvis uh, Tuesday, baby. How's that coming? What's your all-time favorite Elvis Presley song? Elvis sucks forty. All shook up ten. Jailhouse Rock nine. A little less conversation eight sucks. Hound Dog six. Blue suede shoes six. Five for uh, one night. I like one night. It's very good. I wish I had it. That's all right, Mama three. Loving you three. Burning love two. Kentucky rain one. Did we get return to sender on here or not? Mm. Because if we don't have Return to Center on here, I'm going to be really, really upset. Look at all those songs on there. My God, only 107 votes, though, because they're, really, they're all gone. Uh, I don't see Return to Center. Did you miss on that one? It's getting on there now. <laughs> it's, yeah. 
Oops. Return to center. That could be one of the ones that's even worth uh, And I play that return my molar thing as kind of like a little subliminal uh, suggestion there and just slipped right on by. See, this is the kind of stuff you have to put up with, Josh. You can't, can't every day have like a really hot, great stuff that you want to hear about, like naked women, things like that, okay? Just wait. And this is, no, this is the punishment you get for, uh, sucking up to that Lucy Lou. Oh, God. <laughs> In fact, you know something? I'd rather listen to Elvis the next hour than ever see Lucy Lou again. You sure about I mean, that? I love Lucy, but not that Lucy, okay? Lucille Ball? Great. Lucy Lou? <laughs> Nasty looking. Wow. In fact, I say it's time to start checking out a little action over there in China myself. 26 past noon at 560 WQM. If you want to know more, I was speaking of Chinese. You know there's 400,000 Chinese people in Toronto? I do not. And I would say half of them look a hell of a lot better than Lucy Liu. Even most of the guys are prettier than she is. But anyway, if you want to know a lot more about following a low-carb diet, here's the deal for you. Head for Delights of West Boca. Whether you're starting on re or restarting the Atkins, Sugar Buster, South Beach, or any low-carb, sugar-free diet, the Lights of West Book has always been the number one low-carb store in the universe. And for good reason, because you can't top their selection, baby. Over 1,200 low-carb products to choose from, including breads and bagels, cookies, crackers, chips, brownies, chocolates, carbolite, ice cream, pasta, sauces, ketchup, cheesecakes, and the list goes on almost forever. And don't forget, if it's brand new and great tasting in the low-carb field, the Lights will have it before anybody. They're open every day, seven days a week from 10 to 10. You can always try anything in the store before you buy it. they got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that really knows dieting inside and out. And at Delights, they carry the most complete line of Atkins Brands products that are on sale today, all day, every day. Delights is on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next to Boston Market. You can call them tool-free, 1-877-LOW-CARB, L-O-W-C-A-R-B. That's W, or on the web, it's lowcarb.com. And don't forget, there's only one Delights of West Boca. It's your official Atkins Retail Center. Sports Radio 560, QAM. Please, enough talking. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. This here is the king. I know I haven't been around much for a while, but I want you all to know that up here in rock and roll heaven, I'll be thinking of you this Christmas. I'd like to give you all a special Christmas message. A message of peace. Like, uh... How about a little piece of that pie going by? Thank you. Thank you very much. Like I was saying, Christmas is a time of hope, a time of joy, a time for loving. And I sure would love a big slice of that feature you got there. Thank you. Thank you No worries about that. Oh, yeah, Christmas. Now, Christmas to me means family. And family means friends. And friends means getting together. And getting together means eating. Oh, pass me that drumstick, would you please? Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Now, I just want to say to you right now, you know, I may be a big star, maybe too big, but ain't nobody so big you can't reach out a helping hand, a helping uh, a hand. Uh, would you hand me a helping of those mashed potatoes over there, would you please? Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, like I was saying, ain't nobody so big you can't stoop to help a friend in need over the holiday season. Now, speaking of season, you want to pass me that salt sugar when you get the chance? Thank you. Yeah, just, just unscrew the cover. That's right. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this Christmas, why don't you all take a tip from old Elvis? No, no, leave those steak tips right where they are. You know what I mean? No, I appreciate it. Thank you. I want you to remember, we're all part of God's great big family. And you know God made man unto his own image. 
And look in the mirror. I'd have to say God must be a big, big son of a gun. You know what I mean? I think he do. But I especially want you all to remember this one last thing. When you're all at home this Christmas, stringing that popcorn up on the tree, save a big, big bowl for the king. Extra butter, you know what I mean? I think you do. Thank you. Thank you very much. Save some for the king. 1233 at 560 WQM. Here's a fax that says, if you're going to call Elvis's music corny, it's corny. Although I will say this, George, before I finish the fax. 34.9% yes. of the audience say Elvis sucks, which means that 61.1% like the king. So we better watch ourselves. We might lose contact with the audience again. That's not what the question is. What's that? What's your favorite Elvis song? Right. So even I have a favorite Elvis song. Even though you think Elvis sucks. Right. Well, okay. So let's say that only uh, 95% of the rest of the people think he's... Anyway, here's the facts. If you're going to call Elvis' music corny, consider the times and that that the week before Hound Dog hit the charts, the number one song was Mitch Miller's Yellow Rose at Texas. What? Like him or not, it changed the sound of music for generations to come. I thought that was Bill Haley and Fats Waller and Fats Domino that right. changed the sound of music. And the Big Bopper. And the Big well, no, Big Bopper was, yeah, about that time. And Buddy Holly. Sure. And uh, 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 Carl Perkins. Chuck Berry. Right, all of these people. But anyway, I happen to be huge Elvis. Although you can't, you can't question the uh, marketing power, man. There was uh, very few people in the history of the human race who had the marketing power of uh, Colonel Parker. Not Elvis himself, but Colonel Tom. Not to be confused with Uncle Tom. Says, I happen to be a huge Elvis fan, so it would be virtually impossible to pick one favorite, so I'll give them by a decade. 50s, Mystery Train, and Lottie Miss Claudie. Now, I don't have that, but I do like Lottie Miss Claudie. How do you like that? Okay. I likes it. 60s, Fame and Fortune and GI Blues, Boot Raspberry. And 70s, Poke Salad Annie and Walk a Mile in My Shoes. Well, both of those songs were uh, hits by somebody else, right? Right. Who did Walk a Mile in My Shoes? Joe South? I don't know. And Poke time. Salad Annie was uh, somebody else. I could look it up, but I, who the hell cares? I got important fish to fry in the meantime. I got a very important article here by Paul Krugman in the New York Times today, which is on our website. This isn't America. Do I have time to read it before the break? Yes, I do. Yeah. Paul Krugman writes, last week an opinion piece in the Israeli newspaper Haaretz about the killing of Sheikh Ahmed Yassin said, this isn't America. The government didn't invent intelligence material nor exaggerate the description of the threat to justify their attack. So even in Israel, George Bush's America has become a byword for deception and abuse of power. And the administration's reaction to Richard Clark's against all enemies provides more evidence of something rotten in the state of our government. The truth is that among experts, what Mr. Clark says about Mr. Bush's terrorism policy isn't controversial. The fact that terrorism was placed on the back burner before 9-11 and that Mr. Bush blamed Iraq despite lack of evidence are confirmed by many sources, including Bush at War by Bob Woodward. And new evidence keeps emerging from Mr. From Mr. Clark's main charge that the Iraq obsession undermined the pursuit of al-Qaeda from yesterday's USA Today. In 2002, troops from the 5th Special Forces Group who specialized in Middle East were pulled out for the hunt for Osama bin Laden to prepare for the next assignment, Iraq. Their replacements were troops with expertise in Spanish cultures. That's why the administration responded to Mr. Clark the way it responds to anyone who reveals inconvenient facts with a campaign of character assassination. Some journalists seem finally to have caught on. Last week, an AP News analysis noted that such personal attacks were standard operating procedure for this administration and cited a behind-the-scenes campaign to discredit Richard Foster, the Medicare actuary, who revealed how the administration had deceived Congress about the cost of its prescription drug bill. But other journalists apparently remain ready to be used. On CNN, Wolf Blitzkrieg told his viewers that unnamed officials were saying that Mr. Clark wanted to make a few bucks and that in his own personal life, they're also suggesting that there are some weird aspects in his life as well. 
This administration's reliance on smear tactics is unprecedented in modern U.S. politics, even compared with Nixon's. Even more disturbing is its readiness to abuse power to use its control of the government to intimidate potential critics. To be fair, Senator Bill Frist's suggestion that Mr. Clark might be charged with perjury might have been his own idea, but his move reminded everyone of the White House reaction to revelations by former Treasury Secretary Paul O'Neill and immediate investigation into whether he had revealed classified information. The alacrity with which this investigation was opened was, of course, in sharp contrast with the administration's evident lack of interest in finding out who leaked the identity of CIA operative Valerie Plame to Bob Novak. And there are many other cases of apparent abuse of power by the administration and its congressional allies. A few examples. According to The Hill, Republican lawmakers threatened to cut off funds for the GAO unless it dropped its lawsuit against Dick Cheney. The Washington Post has Representative Michael Oxley told lobbyists that a congressional probe might ease if it replaced its Democratic lobbyist with a Republican. Tom DeLay used the Homeland Security Department to track down Democrats trying to prevent redistricting in Texas. And Medicare is spending millions of dollars on misleading ads for the new drug benefit, ads that look like news reports and also service commercials for the Bush campaign. On the terrorism front, here's one story that deserves special mention. One of the few successful post-9-11 terror prosecutions, a case in Detroit, seems to be unraveling. The government withheld information from the defense, and witnesses unfavorable to the prosecution were deported by accident, the government says. After the former lead prosecutor complained about the Justice Department's handling of the case, he suddenly found himself facing an internal investigation, and someone leaked the fact that he was under investigation to the press. Where will it end? In his new book, Worse Than Watergate, John Dean of Watergate fame says, I've been watching all the elements fall into place for two possible political catastrophes, one that will take the air out of the Bush-Cheney balloon and the other far more disquieting that will take the air out of democracy. Paul Krugman in today's New York Times. It's on our website. Read it. Read it and weep. You can have your choice. You can weep for Elvis or you can weep for America. That's your choice. And I think there's like some connection there if you catch my drift. Uh-huh. Exactly. 20 till 1 at 560 WQM. If you're planning on doing something with your carpeting, like maybe uh, replacing it and spending a fortune, don't do it. Even if your carpet looks worn out, hopeless, like it's had it, do the thing that I've been doing for over 20 years in a whole bunch of houses, and that is call the good people at Dry Concepts because they're the best in the business at bringing nasty, old, stale-looking carpeting back to life and making it look and smell just like brand new. That's right. They have only certified trade technicians who know their stuff inside and out, and they'll dry clean your carpet. Same idea as dry cleaning your clothing. Leaves them looking vibrant and color soft to the touch. They smell lemony fresh. They're dry in a couple of hours, and you'll say, what's not to like? And they give you a written guaranteed price right up front before they start doing the job. And speaking of price, when you call Dry Concepts, ask them to put you on their standby list. We'll save you an extra 15% off their unbeatable job that they're already doing for you. So call them toll free, and you'll never call anybody else again. I guarantee you that. I'll bet you George's life on it right now. Call 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Or check them on the worldwide Wicked Web at DryConcepts.com. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. It's Dave's in Miami Town. At 560 WQAM. Good morning, America. It's Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. While out one morning in the park, a jogger found a brand new tennis ball. And seeing no one around, it might belong to, he slipped it into his pocket. Into his pocket in his shorts. Later on his way home, he stopped at the pedestrian crossing, waiting for the lights to change. A girl standing next to him eyed the large bulge in his shorts. What's that? She 
asked, her eyes gleaming with lust. Tennis ball, said the man. Oh, said the girl sympathetically, that must be painful. I had tennis elbow once. Now page two. A Chinese man arranges for a hooker to come to his room for the evening. Once in the room, they undress, climb into bed, and make love. When finished, the Chinese man jumps up, runs over to the window, takes a deep breath, dives under the bed, climbs out the other side, jumps back into the bed with the hooker, and commences to repeat his performance. The hooker is impressed with the gusto of the second encounter. When finished, the Chinese man jumps up, runs over to the window, takes a deep breath, dives under the bed, climbs out the other side, jumps back into the bed with the hooker, and begins again. The hooker is amazed that this sequence is repeated four times. I'll say it again, four times. During the fifth encounter, she decides, I'll try this myself. So when they're done, she jumps up, goes to the window, takes a deep breath of fresh air, dives under the bed, and finds four Chinese men. Paul Harvey. Good day. 1245 at 560 WQM. That adds a little something to it, that yeah, uh, little stuff at the end there. Huh? I wait for it. I, 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 I. It's under the bed and finds four Chinese men. Paul Harvey. Good day. How come I didn't do it that I'm time? I'm waiting. <laughs> I didn't do it that time. Damn it. Anyway, it must be a comic conspiracy. Here's a fact that says, Haniel and George, senior uh, CNN reporter William Schneider is a PNAC signatory. Do you believe that, Bill Schneider, the uh, political analyst on CNN? Wouldn't surprise me. Certainly not News Network. Uh, they're all full of crap. P.S. signed the FCC petition. Thank you very much, Anonymous Faxer. Also, Mike, one of our chronic faxers, says, best Elvis song, Fools Rush In. A lot of people sang that song. It was an old song. Rick Nelson sang that, too, and did a very poor job of it as well. It's a bad song. But anyway, Mike likes it. Um, also, he said that was the name of a movie starring Selma Hayek, who won our poll yesterday. Okay, now let's see. 31.5% say Elvis sucks. 59. But it's early yet. That's out of the first 187. Oh, before we do that, let's see. Stopfcc.com. 13951, which means we still got 49 to go for 14,000. What is going on over here? I don't think we're going to do it by 2 o'clock. Do you? We we can, yeah. We can do it. 49, which means we're 250 behind Texas. You're right, we're not going to pass them today, although we have cut the margin down just ever so slightly because they're obviously doing something, too, which is good. Keep that total going up there. That's what it's all about. But we need 49 more people who will care enough to send their very best. Take 30 seconds out of their busy day. About 30, man. Go to their little uh, uh, keyboard, tap it out, go to stopfcc.com, and sign that petition. I mean, it's the very least that you can do. I'm looking at the five names on there, last five, Ohio, Texas, Texas, Iowa, Texas. They're doing it in Texas. Are they doing it in Florida? No. No, they're not doing it in Florida. Damn it. Okay, let's get the result of the poll. Uh, Elvis sucks, 31.2%, 60. All shook up, 16. Yeah. Jailhouse Rock, 15. A little less conversation, 12. Suspicious Minds, 11. Hound Dog, 11. In the Ghetto, 9. Loose Way Choose 8, Return to Center 8, One Night's Got 7, Kentucky Rain 6. That's all right, Mama. But move over off the side. You push me off the side of the bed. 4. Love me tender. What does that say? Love him tender? Love him tender? Might be a little bit of a Freudian <laughs> slip there. I'm telling you, this putz that you got sitting there, man. I would say, I would say his brain is the size of a... 
doesn't know any of these songs. I'd say his brain is the size of a... See him. <laughs> yeah. You got it. Love me tender. I'm loving you. What I hear. <laughs> Vernon, all right, whatever you say. And the rest of them got like almost nothing. But you'll see this is going to build, man. We'll have 80 million votes on there. By the time the Elvis people out around America and the world find this poll on there, it's going to have votes up the old ass. See, I said it again. Ass. Uh-oh. You know what Kennedy said? Ask not what you can do for your country. Something like that. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? I have Pretty a good. song for the Elvis uh, okay. list. He's not all the greatest, but there's a couple ones that are standouts. I think it's uh, one called If I Can Dream. It's an excellent song. It's like if a I Can Dream? If I Can Dream. I hmm. I don't know what album it's on or any of that stuff, but uh, it's pretty powerful. That's okay. my vote. Okay, thanks. All right, man, I love your show. Thanks Bye. a lot. If I Can Dream, there's one for you. Another one we forgot. Oi! Pardon me. A Fool Such As I. Got that? Got it. Good. I mean, there's, there's another one, too, that probably has got to be on the list. Nobody's called it in yet. With all apologies to Don Ho. Oh, we can't say Ho no more. I'm sorry. With Don... Uh... This is the moment. This is almost as good as that Rick Sanchez sings, you know, the wedding song. I've waited for Hawaiian wedding song. I can hear my heart singing. Wow, that's pretty weak. Hawaiian wedding song, got it? Got it. Oh, my God, we could have played all of these and killed a lot of good time, but that would have been bad. Then we, How many people would be left? About 30, man. Nobody. Because I don't care if only 31.3% said Elvis sucks. I think the other people just ran away, and I, I don't blame them. It's all right. Don't forget, you got a couple of hours to go. Log on to WQM.com. Make your bids for the first ever QAM online auction. Now, now let me ask you something, because this fax is unacceptable. Where is the money going? You see what I'm saying? Where is it going? The money for this auction. In other words, there... <laughs> no, this has got to be for charity, right? <laughs> Says who? Says what? So, in other words, Clarence is going to put the money in his pocket? Is that what you're telling me? Somebody's pocket. No, this has got to be for a charity. He forgot to put it on there. It's got to be for a good cause. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you're sure? It would have been nice, though, if he would have said enough facts what it was for, though. Clarence, you idiot. You simpering fool. You simpleton. You little pansy, you. Lots of great items up for auction, including a skybox for 12 to Marlins Braves game, an autographed Don Shula football signed by the Brainstem, an autographed Ricky Williams football, a framed and signed Dan Marino photo, front row tickets to the Panther final home game of the season against Carolina. That's the Carolina Hurricanes and the great Ron Francis. Not. So log on, register, and start bidding at WQM.com because the auction ends at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Maybe by the end of the show we'll find out where the money's going. Because if we're going to... No, if it's not going to charity, if we're going to keep promoting it, we should have a little split up amongst us, don't you think? Damn straight. Where the hell's the money going, Clarence? WQAM Elvis Line, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. How could yep. we forget? Thanks, Thanks a lot, Pally. Okay, bye. All right, bye. 
Viva Las Vegas brings back memory of those horrible Vegas trips, don't it? Yes. Oh man, with Bob Lincoln, because he was singing. He was singing. Uh, Bob Lincoln was stinking. Yeah. Viva Las Vegas, and of course that was after we went through all of that crap. Were you on the, both of those? Were you on the second one? I was one? on all of the. Oh all God! Wow. And Fat Rich was busy there, not minding his own business, but telling Bob Lincoln, "Oh, don't worry, he's there. He won't be upset. He'll forget about this." Right. I remember the stink bombs. I remember yeah. the silly string you getting sprayed right. by the stink. That's right. Silly string. Uh huh. Which was funny, actually. Was it really? Yeah, it was hysterical. Well, it wasn't. It, if I wouldn't have been in a, been in a better mood, I wouldn't I have minded so much. Except for the fact we had gone through all of that crap, uh, and everybody in the entourage was right. pissed off at me, since it was my deal. Oh man, I'm sitting there with all that green silly string all over my puss, man. I'm hyperventilating. Yeah, I know. Your good buddy Scotty Mack, what a simpleton man. He he was so perfect for that. I did that one time. I was about 15 years old. Y'all bet. Man, just pathetic. Anyway, that's uh, Viva Las Vegas. Uh, it's a fun song. It's okay, you know. I wouldn't say it's a great song. It's going to go down in the annals of music history as uh, one of the all-time. I wouldn't put it in the same category with any of the music by the Doors, for example. No, it's more common. I just say that as kind of a humorous aside. WQAM, hello. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to say that Elvis was a patsy and his music stunk, but uh, he did walk into the White House with a gun, so you got to give him some respect there. There you go. I never thought about that. Good point. <laughs> oh. And the worst part of the deal is that Nixon was inside at the time, so I guess he missed his chance. Just like, uh, what's his name said? Salozzo and Godfather said, I had my chance. I am the hunted one. Five, six, seven, oh, five, six, something like that. I don't know. See how quick they forget? Something like that. All those great lines. I had the whole damn movie memorized once upon a time in America, but now, whole different story. What are you going to do? Nice college boy, huh? They want to get mixed up in the family business? Huh? Now you want to gun down a police captain because he slapped you in the face a little bit? Huh? What do you think? The army where you shoot him a mile away? You got to get up close like this. Bada bing! You blow their brains all over your nice side relief suit. Come in. <laughs> You're taking a special first. <laughs> You blow their brains all over your nice side relief suit. Bada bing! You blow their brains all over your nice side relief suit. There are a few people like James Conn, man. He's great. He really is dynamite. Oh, he got the pretty old, though. Happens to the best of us. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, ma'am. I heard you were having a, a poll on uh, liars. Right. I want to add Joe Costello to that. Why is that? Uh, known him a long time. <laughs> what did he lie to you about? Did he say he wasn't married? No, he didn't lie to me personally, but I know well, him personally. Well, that, well, he lies uh, to everybody. Please about share. what? Yeah, come on. Huh? About what? Everything. <laughs> well, give me an example. About what? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Let's see. How good he is at the How track, good he is with at what? the race. Oh, okay, great. Okay. Wow. See what I mean about the women? I'm, you've got to cure me of that. I'm not. I, I mean, of all people, for me to be begging for right. women. I can understand you guys begging for women for various reasons, choice, but yeah. I just uh, I forget about it, okay? I need to have that taken out of my mind. Well, what the hell difference does it make? We're doing just fine, okay? So next time I start with that crap, just say, forget about it. That's right. Wow. What a bad idea. Yeah, we, well, we were taking a poll on it. Uh, President Lincoln, by the way, still uh, got a bad headache. Joe Castello is a liar. WQAM, hello, line nine. Hi, yes. Yes, sir. Um, I have a... <laughs> you have a, a, a dream. Song. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, the reason why I'm choosing this one is because of the realism, you know. It, it's like a life experience uh, in the ghetto. 
In the ghetto. I think we put that on there. We did. Oh. Sorry. Okay, thanks, Pally. Thank you. I'll see you in the hood. In the ghetto. Well, I mean, I don't know why he said that. Was that to, like, elicit sympathy or something? I mean, uh, we, could, we could have probably taken some of the money from the auction and shipped it off to this guy. It sounded like he could use it. Wooden heart. Da, da, da. Did we put Kentucky Rain on there? I'm pretty sure we did. We it's did. Uh, pretty weak. Correct. See, the passage of time made me think that this song, of all these other horrible ones, was a lot better. But now let me ask you this question before we do the break. Now, somebody made a good point before. Maybe it was on one of them faxes there. That we're judging him based on, you know, uh, it's very difficult to judge people out of context within the era that they were popular in. That is correct. So I do consider the era that they were in and what was going on around right. at the time. And there was much better music going on at the time. Right. We and so off a whole so bunch we consider all of these things. Yes. We uh, examine. All of these things. And then we say uh, he sucked. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Oh, this is Arnold. This is not a tumor. It's the one to two hour. <laughs> I can't believe I'm the winner. I am the winner. Well, it wasn't even close. I terminated for old great Davis. <laughs> the people didn't seem to care. I grabbed the boobies on the little miss. California has spoken at the winner. Lots of women said I fondled them in all it was like 33. But I don't care, and the voters don't care, because now I'm the new Grobernator of the California GOP. Well, I used all of my muscle, and I used all of my sex appeal. I'm very hot. I guess the voters didn't care that I made all those big Mapuches squeal. <laughs> well, if you're honest with the public and you tell them you had a final spree, trust me, they'll forgive you like they did me and elect you to the GOP. Here's a key change in the song. Bustamante, little fat man, Super Mario brother, never had a prayer. The border start about him naked in his little Pac-Man underwear with his little teeny tiny holes. I'm the victor, I'm the winner, and my hot wife is a candy. <laughs> and now I'm the new proponator of the California GOP. You know, he should have been on the poll yesterday. Duh. Don't you think? I mean, supposedly a lot of women think that he's really hot. He's grotesque looking. Looks like he's got the mask of um, death over his face, but he's uh, a lot of women think he's really hot stuff. The Gropenator. And by the way, he uh, ain't going to participate in that investigation. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. A very important question today for America. What's your all-time favorite Elvis song? Elvis sucks. 72. How did that go? <laughs> Jailhouse Rock, 20. All shook up, 17. A little less conversation, 15. I might be forced to play a little bit of that. Teeny tiny bit. Suspicious Minds, 15. Hound Dog, 13. Blue Suede Shoes, 12. In the Ghetto, 10. Return to Sender, 9. Uh, That's All Right, Mama, 8. One Night, 8. Kentucky Rain, 7. Loving You, 6. Burning Love, 6. It's Now or uh, Never, 5. Loving, uh, love me, loving Me Tender, 4. And uh, pretty small after that. But like I said, there'll be 80 million votes on there when they're all counted. 
Now, during the news break, or uh, yeah, the the news break. <laughs> oh, for just a second there, I had memories of working on a real radio station that had news. During a commercial break, there it is. Oh, we're going to do it easy now. See that? I see it. We had a big flurry on there during the uh, break. Also 13, during the break. Third, what? Also during the break, Josh, can yes? you tell me what the name of the charity is? And what is that? The Beasley Broadcast Group 04 Presidential Campaign Fund. Come on. No, I'm sorry. Seriously. Yes. The Beasley Broadcast Group. I'm done. What, what does that mean? The company. The, the company? Beasley Broadcast Pre- Bankruptcy Prevention Fund. No, you have to be making this up. This has to be a joke. All right. <clears throat> the Beasley Broadcast Group for Profit The first fund. QAM online auction, and we're doing this for profit and not for charity? Yes. This, well, why did he tell us that first? I would never have promoted this. <laughs> well, what a, there you are. You just answered What a question. scam that is, man. I don't want to be a party, a party to that. You clown. In fact, why don't they take the money they get from that and give it to us so we can take our ad out in USA Today for StopFCC.com? <laughs> of course, they wouldn't want to do that, those right-wingers over to Naples, would they? No, no. Burning Love. Don't we have Burning Love on there already? We got Burning Love. Thank you, Stu, but we already got your Burning Love. Oh, yeah. The Christmas tunes. Blue Christmas. Since we already played Blue Elvis. We didn't play Blue Elvis, did we? No. Well, we will. Eventually. (laughs) Okay, so let's get that on there right away. Blue Christmas from Dave from Penfield. Can you believe we've got somebody listening in Penfield, New York, which is a suburb of Rochester? Wow, that is exciting. Okay, 13,984, so we need only 16 more signatures by two to get to 14,000 for Florida. 16, we're only 227 behind Texas. You're right, tomorrow will be the day. We'll pass them like they're standing still. That'll Build be up that total. Huh? That'll be the day, tomorrow. Pass up them yahoos. But at any rate, that what you just told me is so mind-blowing, so... Uh, he was serious when he said that? Yes, we're all very serious here. How is that possible, though? What do you mean? I mean, that, that, that's the chintziest thing I ever heard of in my life. And They're surprised. auctioning off a bunch of stuff. I mean, radio stations do that uh, for charity, <laughs> for some worthwhile cause. They don't do it, uh, do it so they can stuff the money in their own pocket. That's right. Radio stations do that. Oh, I see. I forgot. How silly. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Did you have a uh, caught in a trap on there? Caught in a trap. We did not then, but we do now. Isn't that I love that song. Now, one, now one thing I need to tell you, something you mentioned yesterday. There is no such song. FYI to Pope John Paul. I go yeah. to Mass on Saturdays just so I could see the football games on Sunday. Thanks a lot, Neil. Okay, thank you. How do you like that? There's a guy that still wants to go to heaven and not to go to hell, but he goes on Saturday to fulfill his, his uh, obligations, but he don't want to uh, miss his football on Sunday. So uh, what he basically says to the Pope is, oh, raspberry. No, I, I'm, uh, I don't know what shocked me more today. Uh, the Elvis thing on the Independent Film Channel, which I apologize for wasting all this time with this Elvis crap, but that or the fact that we got this radio station, uh, and I, again, what a weakling I am. I should have asked in the beginning, but I, it seemed to me that I had thought this was for like one of the charities that Mo gets involved with or Geldy or somebody like that. And, and this is not. This is not connected with any good worthwhile cause. It's a ripoff. It's let's go. Well, you know something? I got a good idea. I'll find a bunch of crap. Yeah, we got crap here. You know, no, seriously. How about all those tickets instead of giving, uh, well, Josh has already got the Dolphin tickets, but how about those Marlin tickets and the Panther tickets? 
I might get a few cents. About 30, man. For each one of those. Well, I'll just start auctioning them off on our website. Speaking of memorabilia, since that's the kind of thing they're offering. Right. You've got all these plaques and trophies that you've won over the years up here on the right. collecting dust. That's right. They're not worth a crap to me, but I bet you some of the sucker out there, I mean, some uh, collector would be delighted to have them. The, we have reached, I want the audience to mark this down, okay? We have reached a low point in the history of WQM Radio. I thought when the two live Jews owned the station, Sunshine and Wireless or whatever it was, I thought when those guys owned it, it was, it was pretty nasty. It was really weak. But right now today, March 30th, 2004, we have reached the lowest point in the history of this place. How, how low can you go to have us promoting this, thinking it's for some worthwhile cause? I mean, like, I, I've never heard of such a thing. Have you? Anywhere? No, quite honestly, no. Wow. Holy moly. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. I can understand if Cheap Channel was doing it, they got to have some money to pay off all their FCC fines. Maybe that's what this is for in case that Pharrell business comes back and there bites him in the ass. That could be it. It's the fine fund. It's the fine fund for the uh, Pharrell days. That might be it. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Pretty good. Hey, is there a, uh, a music book available that, that tells you the, uh, of all the artists and the songs that they did? I know there's a book that you have that you usually go to. Yeah, when you go to a bookstore like Dalton's or Borders or something, go to the music section. And uh, this, this one is the Billboard Top 40 Hits. Okay. And it's a real thick book, and it's got all the – it's really great because it's got it by the name of the song, by the artist, by right. uh, the whole deal. It's That's great. what I'm looking for. Also, would you be interested in a concert tape that I have that was done in 2002 with um, uh, Edwin Starr, Grassroots, Tommy James and the Shondells, um, Carl Carlton? Would you be interested in that tape? A videotape or audio tape? Oh, uh, it's video. Really? Yes. Three-night concert done in 2002. I'll be damned. Uh, anyway, I can get that to you. Uh, I'll put you on hold, and Josh will tell you where to send it. Okay. Thanks, Pally. Okay. You're going to tell him where to go, Josh? I mean, where to send it? I can do that. Good. Elvis sucks only 28.2%. That's pretty interesting, isn't it? I thought it would be higher than that. Me too. Seems in the olden days, back in the day when we had an audience. I mean, back in the day when we had some credibility. 78 people said Elvis sucks, 28.2%. Jailhouse Rock, 20. All shook up, 18. A little less conversation, 17. I keep threatening to play it. I will. A suspicious Mind, 17. Hound Dog, 16. Blue Suede Shoes, 12. In the Ghetto, 11. Return to Center, 10. Only doing the ones with 10 or more right now. WQAM, hello. It's Glass Jambo, Pee-Pee. What was it? Something about Pee-Pee. Oh, something about Pee-Pee? Okay, well, maybe you can uh, draw a picture. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. By the way, get a new phone, okay, Putz. WQAM, hello. Yo. Yes, sir. Speak to Uncle Neil. Speaking. Oh, Neil. Yep. I just wanted to give you a uh, song for the poll. Go ahead. Obscure, maybe nobody knows it. Way back when, Promised Land. Promised Land. Oh, I never heard of it. Uh, look it up and see if you can find it. Play it and uh, see what you think. Okay, thanks. All right, all right. Promised Land. You got it. Got it. Okay. Doing a hell of a job there, that Josh. He's got this guy bringing him that tape. In fact, maybe we can auction the tape off. All right. Yeah. That's our first item. In fact, I got a good idea. Let's let's get the hell out of this the whole damn thing, and let's just the next few weeks we'll just auction off everything we can get our hands on. Okay. Right. We'll just start taking like uh, uh, keyboards and uh, monitors and all everything we can find that isn't nailed down in the building and start right. auctioning off on our own website. 
We'll, uh, and then when they Eric... say, well, where's that money going? We're going to say in our pocket. I'll have Eric start a new uh, website named after uh, Neil's auctions. Call it eGay. Right. It's the uh, Neil Rogers Crew Retirement Fund. eGay. Right. I like it. Twelve minutes after one at 560 WQ. That, that is the biggest embarrassment. I mean, every time you think that they've reached a new level of embarrassment on this company, they, they come up with something new. It's so low. It is so slimy and smarmy. It's got an aroma, a stench of it that just uh, I can't even describe, especially not these days. Hey, if your mattress is kind of like that, too. In other words, it's worn out. It's had it. Here's the answer. Make one easy call. Dial a mattress. It's what I've been doing for a long time. 1-800-MATTRESS. You'll love these people because they back up everything they say in their advertising 110%. But their competitors still lie like crazy, man. Read the fine print when you see those mattress ads because there are a lot of uh, BS stories out there. For example, big headline that says, half off price. But then you find out it only applies to a limited selection of items that you never wanted in the first place. Everything else still full price. And they probably double the regular price first of that sale merchandise. And you'll probably never be able to make a fair exchange if you don't like it. But at Dollar Mattress, their ads have no tiny print. No disclaimers. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll see their prices are so low, other stores have to offer half-off sales just to compete, to be in the ball game. Dollar Mattress has a no-risk 30-day covered exchange policy on all bids, including yours. And don't forget, when you call Dollar Mattress at 1-800-MATTRESS, you're getting a company ranked number one in the world in overall customer satisfaction from Kendall to Stewart, from Palm Beach to Fort Myers. And our friends at Dollar Mattress remind you to read that fine print because they want you to know exactly what you're buying, even if you decide not to buy from them. So you want to do the smart thing, the easy thing. Forget about those betting and department stores. Do what I always do. Make that one simple call. They'll be there when you want them to. Call 1-800-MATTRESS or log on to mattress.com. Dial a mattress for 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, the honest way to get you a great night's sleep for years to come. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM.
We didn't hear that, did we? Hear what? Right. Always on my mind was Elvis's greatest. Uh, says somebody here. Also, little sister. Little sister was a douchebag. Oop. How do you like that? <laughs> See, this is what happens when you get into that pattern, man. Sure. Uh, How dare you? No, I'm just, I'm just so out of it. Uh, after you told me that the deal about the auction, See, I'm gagging on it. Yucking it up uh, ahead of time. What do you mean by that? When you were asking about the charity, you know, I was yucking it up like, oh, yeah, charity. They're probably keeping the money, you know, because I thought, you know, that'd be hey, have you? Is it just me or no, have you ever heard of such a thing I in your life? I've never heard of uh, such a thing. How, how can they do that? How can they pull off such a scam? What? What scam? I mean, they especially at a time like this. Anyway, always on my mind, Elvis Greatest, a little sister, can't help falling in love with you. I don't think we have uh, some of them. Charles in Deerfield Beach says, a couple of quick things regarding Elvis. One, just about everything Elvis recorded before he went into the Army was pretty damn good. Everything he recorded after his discharge, if you'll pardon the expression, with the one exception, Return to Sender, really blew. Two, my vote for the quintessential Elvis song is, I want you, I need you, I love you, which, believe me, after he sang this one, there wasn't a dry pair of panties in the audience, and a lot of the girls got excited, too. <laughs> That's cute. From Charles in Deerfield Beach, put a smile on my face after that damning, unbelievable story, which I know you must have made up. Yep. <coughs> I'm gagging on it. I can't, I can't believe it, even with this crowd. Thirteen nine ninety six. We need four more people in Florida to sign that petition before two o'clock to get to fourteen thousand. Wouldn't you think we can do that? We could. We oughta. We will. <coughs> Oh, man, I'm just gagging on it after uh, that, that deal. I may just lay down on the floor and pass out. WQAM, hello. Uh, Neil, please. Yes, sir, speaking. This is Jacques. How are you? Pretty good. All right. I just saw a bumper sticker that says, Invest in America by a congressman. So it's pretty good. Cute, I like that. Uh, listen, on Elvis thing, I'm somewhat of a fan. How come... Uh, how come we got to go to Graceland today? It's not his death anniversary. It's not his birthday. No, no, we don't have to go today. It's just that I saw a movie on TV and a documentary on Independent Film Channel about a bunch of Australians that went to Graceland about their. Okay, okay, I heard that. So just okay. But you I can thought... go anytime you want, man. It's open. Yeah. No, no, not yet. Maybe later. Maybe, maybe when you have you're really bored. Thanks, Neil. Okay, Pally, good luck to you. I'm getting choked up from this whole thing. I'm serious. I think I'm going to have some kind of like a a, a spastic attack. A stroke? No, no, no. I don't mean that kind of attack. I mean just, you know, just like that. I'm so furious because I got, I've been had. I don't like being had. Okay. I like. I realize <laughs> it's uh, radio and it's, uh, you know, a dishonest place. See what I mean when I talked about Greg Reed on that poll before and I voted for him on the dishonest poll? Nobody told you it was for charity. <laughs> Good point. Not. <laughs> If they would have told me that this was an in-house scam, how many chances do you think there are on a scale of zero? How many chances? Unless, of course, I might have got a little deaction. Oh! 
Terrence, you ought to hang your head in shame. And this is one more reason, folks, why nobody should ever go to WQAM.com. Ever. Even Josh will verify that because it just means more pain in the ass work for him. That's all. That's right. He's in charge of that turkey. He says, don't worry about it. But every week there's about, about 30, man. idiots who will come. Most of them by accident, too, because they're looking for this show. Uh, and you won't find any link to Neil Rogers on there anymore because they don't want to be associated with this filth, with this disgusting show. So they're in a vacuum, and that's where we ought to leave them. QM.com with their sports crap, with their jock straps. Bunch of silly people. Auctioning off stuff signed by the brainstem. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Two quick points. People that usually bid on this sort of stuff overbid because they believe it's going to a worthwhile cause. Right, exactly. On top of that, they also think that they're bidding on something that's a tax-deductible donation. Anybody that bid on this stuff that actually follows through and pays on it is a spineless weasel. This is Amen. A, it's, an, well, it's an outrage. Well said. Thanks, Pally. He's pissed off at me, too. I, I, I mean, they can do whatever the hell they want. Pissed off gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. You sure don't need my permission. i got nothing to say about what they do. But, but to suck us into promoting this on the air, and then, and see, I should have known. Because when I asked the first time, you know, like, where's the name of the charity? He didn't come running right in to tell us. I should have known at that point that this was another scam. This is a disgrace. If if they don't take the money that they raise from this and give it to charity, I'm I'm going to just uh, I don't know I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have like a, a, a an ugly bowel movement, you know, a massive grotesque BM just just in honor of them. Wow, unbelievable. Here's some good news though. The internet will get a little less annoying for consumers this summer. A little more difficult for advertisers. Microsoft Corporation, which I know you're not a big fan, Microsoft will chase its, uh, change its popular Internet Explorer web browser by the end of the June to block irritating pop-up ads. All right. Pop-up ads appear without warning on top of a web page requested by the user in a separate browser window. Pop-under ads, which are hidden in a separate window beneath the requested content, will also be affected. I think we're all very grateful for it. Jonathan Gall, research manager for analysis firm IDC, said yesterday, he said they've done considerable research about online advertising, and the findings are pretty clear. People don't like pop-up ads. Amen. So what they're going to do, let's see, Bubba goes on. Now, why can't they just say something like briefly, you know what I mean? Why can't they? Microsoft Solution will be incorporated into a larger service pack of software upgrades and security fixes released by the company. The service pack is due to be released sometime before the end of June. You'll just download the new uh, stuff, and uh, then you'll have your own pop-up blocker, and you won't need all these other ones. Catch my drift? Good. Good and won't that be a blessing? Yes. I mean, to me, pop-up blockers, they're in the same league with the people that ring your phone 8 o'clock at night trying to peddle you something, with the uh, getchkeys that come knocking on your door trying to convert you with some crap or trying to, you know, I'm working my way through college, some of that scam. Same thing, an intrusion into our lives, uh, bug off. That's our comment. <clears throat> in fact, I, I think if Clarence had any balls right now, he'd walk in there and say, okay, you guys need 30, 40 grand for that ad in USA Today for a really good cause you're working on, stopfcc.com. And whatever money we raise from this, Auction, the so-called auction online. We'll uh, write a, we'll cut a check and give it right over to you guys. Don't you think that's a great idea? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm doubled over right now. I didn't. I didn't say do you think they're going to do it. I said don't you think that's yeah. a marvelous idea to try to extricate themselves from this nasty, nasty, smelly mess they've gotten themselves into. Wow, what a stench, man. Even Scaran never smelled this bad. Well. 
27 after 1 at 560 WQM. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are incredible. You pay zero closing costs, zero application fee, zero credit bureau fee, even zero discounted points. Get yourself that new unbeatable low interest rate at just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, you should know by now your payments are just Three thirty-four a month. If you have a two hundred thousand dollar loan, you pay just six sixty-eight a month. And don't forget, once you refinance and get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never pay those closing costs again. So call today and find out all about it. There's positively no obligation. Call one eight six six three nine five Lend. Get the low rate mortgage you deserve. Then move to the next property with no further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get that new amazing low rate of just one point twenty-five percent. It's called the only one mortgage from Financial Group. Never pay closing costs again. 1-866-395-LEND. That's the number to call for information. Financial Group at 1-866-395-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rates subject to change monthly. 4.21 APR. Live and local. This is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. 13, baby. We did it! All right, pull your blouse down and get in the car. Have seven! Have seven! Just get in the car! Crazy on the late show, that nutty drunken blonde hoe. What's she thinking of? I'm a show like Bob. Jumped on the desk like a stripper, asking letterman to whip her. Schizo whack job, Courtney Love. It was no costume malfunction, acting without compunction. She gave her boobs a shove. Compunction, I love Censors quickly blurred the rocker, attempting to show a knocker. Schizo whack up Courtney Love. And when she left the show, she went downtown with her band. It's some guy right in the head with her mic stand. And then she stopped. And I stopped. And showed a glare. Her poor brain must be a noodle. The size of a toy poodle. There's not much up above. Except that's where my hair lives. All her teeth have started rotten from the booze and oxycontin. Schizo whack job, Courtney Love. All right, recite the alphabet. A. A. Come on. A. All right. Do you want to see my boobs? No, I don't want to see your boobs. Do you want to see my boobs? Those are horrible looking boobs, ma'am. I've seen them. No, you want to see them again. The country's seen them. Nobody wants to see them anymore. Hey! What is that smell? That's a bad one. That's a bad What? It's a bad one. I don't understand a word you're saying. Do you want to see my boobs? I don't want to see your boobs. Get in the squad car. Oh, God. Oh, I can tell you why. Her arms are black and blue. Something resembling glue. That's not glue. Then there's her breath. What's the matter with that? smells like poo. Oh, poo. Well, she's pale like a bloodsucker, with pit hair like a trucker. Don't touch her without a glove. Oh. You bruise like a banana. She's got germs all up and through her. Who the hell would want to do her? I'm Courtney Love. Courtney Love. My name is Courtney Love. Courtney Love. Love. Yeah. It's 134. <laughs> 26 till 2. Mad Dog at 2. Kim, uh, no, I mean Kimbo Camper at 2. Sorry. And then we got uh, the Humper at 4. Hurricane Hotline at 7. The Big oh! at 8. Eddie K after that. And then following that, you don't want to know. Report Stern to start his own business question mark. Ask Radio Inc. 
According to the New York Post, Howard Stern is in discussions with investors about starting his own radio business. The Post sources say that Stern is trying to start a pay radio channel to broadcast his syndicated morning show. Stern envisions purchasing Spectrum from a satellite company and then airing his show to listeners who would pay a fee of a dollar a month. Stern has roughly two years left on his Infinity broadcast contract. It's unclear how he could get out of his deal if he's not fired. Lately, Stern has said on his show that if he were fired, he would probably flee to satellite, which is similar to pay cable TV network and exempt from FCC regulations so far. But the talk has been about Stern moving to one of the existing satellite radio companies, XM Radio and Sirius, rather than Stern starting up his own channel. Both XM and Sirius have both said they'd be interested in carrying the Stern show. So it's kind of like us, you know. You want to do something on the Internet? Well, you have to pay for it. Like all that good stuff, like the Brainstem's autograph. Now, has he come back in there and said, hey, listen, it's uh, we made him, it was just a joke? Boy, you're on fire today. The money is really for uh, some uh, uh, disabled veterans or uh, children or something like that? Oh, my God. I have only one thing to say about QAM. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Wow. Do not go anywhere near QAM.com, okay, until after 3 o'clock at least. Let the smoke clear until it's safe. Anyway, getting back to our thing here, which we have. I'm so sorry, and I wanted to do a good job and really promote that forum because I thought it was a good cause, and come to find out we've been had. Oh, God. What's your all-time favorite Elvis Presley song? Elvis sucks 128%. That's not too bad, really, when you come right down to it. No, sorry. Uh, Suspicious Minds, 25. Jailhouse Rock, 23. All Shook Up, 22. A little less conversation. Ah, damn it, I'll get it. I've been threatening to play it the whole day uh, since we started this madness. And I'm only going to play a few seconds, so don't get panicky, although I do have the 85-minute version that goes on until about midnight. Got three different versions for it. Got the radio-edited remix. Got the six-minute and seven-second, the 12-inch extended remix one, which we could play, but we won't. Six minutes and seven seconds. That's almost as good as MacArthur Park. Oh, this is... Oh, such crap. Wow. And by the way, before it goes on, I just want to tell you right now, I said this one time before, but I'm not the kind of person that usually holds a grudge, except in most cases. Absolutely. And even with him, I gave it a shot a couple of times. Clarence, don't ever darken my door again. Okay? I don't want to know from you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to speak to you. Don't come in here in the morning and turn, give me uh, uh just get lost. Who was behind it then if it wasn't Clarence? Who Who is the mastermind behind this? Give me a name. I would assume the West Coast, George Beasley. No way. Bruce Beasley. No way. Miss Beasley from the Archies. Joy, the attorney Joy. No way, it was, it was an internal thing. The Beasleys don't have that merchandise. What are you talking about, man? It's a sports thing. It's one of our sports. That's your assignment between now and tomorrow morning. Find out who's the uh, chigger in a woodpot. Okay, that's enough. I hate that. It is awful. And when that video came out a couple of years ago, they were playing it, and in Europe, too, on every one of the 85,000 music channels over and over and over again. 
Oh, Elvis has got a new single out. <laughs> but he's been dead for 30 years. Oh, yeah, but he just got a new single out. That's how talented he is. That's right. He's singing from the other side. That's how great he is. Yeah, we told you he's still alive. Here's a fact that says, why don't they just call it the WQM online yard sale? Scalping tickets under the guise of an auction is against the law, it says. This is pathetic. Wow. P.S. Add the Blue Christmas. You got Blue Christmas? Sorry. Holy moly, it's the QAM yard sale. I didn't think, realize things were that tight. And what was that about Joe Costello's a liar? 20 yeah. till 2 at 5. That was probably a setup call. Probably Greg paid somebody off to make that call. I'm sure of it. 20 before the hour at 560 WQM. Kim a boat camper at 2 o'clock. And, of course, isn't it interesting that Mad Dog's not there today in that 2 to 3 hour to plug that uh, thing? He probably found out, too. He probably knew ahead of us. Hey, if your New Year's resolution, even though it's almost April already, is uh, falling apart, which, uh, you know, by this time probably most people have failed, you know, every year, year after year. Oh, this is the year I'm going to lose the weight. Did they lose the weight? No. No, because they haven't found a way to do it. Balance for Life might be the miracle that you've been searching and praying for for a long time. Balance for Life is the premier meal delivery service based on the Zone Diet, and they deliver right to your door every day that little black sack. All the magic is in your black sack. Three delicious meals and two snacks every day. All the food you need to keep you happy all day long are in there. And we're talking fresh, delicious, a lot of variety, nothing frozen, no artificial ingredients, no preservatives, no crap. So like I said, it's going to keep you satisfied all day long. There's no shopping, no cooking, no cleaning, no calorie counting, not even any carbohydrate counting. They do all that for you. People are losing an average of 12 to 18 pounds a month with Balance for Life. The Zone Diet's been proven to lower diabetes, your blood sugar, your high cholesterol, and high blood pressure, too. And if you ever wanted to try the South Beach diet, here's a chance to do it with Balance for Life because it's the closest thing you'll ever find. Balance for Life is the only meal delivery company that offers you menu choices that lets you go from phase one to phase three of that South Beach diet. You fill out your menu once a week, you fax it back, and bingo, all the food is there waiting for you every morning. So feel the difference, see the results finally on that scale, the easy, delicious way with Balance for Life. Call them today at that new toll-free number, 1-866-225-4543. That's one 866 225-4543 or check them out online at balanceforlife.com. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. If you're on the radio, you gotta use restraint. Though the neocons can govern and control your brain. Don't use obscenities now.
This is so far beyond what you think it is. I just mm-hmm. went on WQM.com and I clicked on auction. Okay. At the bottom of the page, in very teeny tiny print, it says Beasley Mezzanine Holdings, LLC. Uh-huh. Welcome, WQM. First online auction, jewelry, vacation, sports memorabilia. Welcome to the first ever QAM online auction. To start bidding, click on, click on, click on the link, sports memorabilia or vacations, to look at the various items. We have plenty of great items to bid on, autographed baseballs, autographed footballs, framed autographed pictures, a trip to, see, they can do whatever the hell they want, but somebody should have explained to us that this is a commercial enterprise like eBay or something like that. This is, this is a crap is what it is. This is a commercial venture. Yeah. We apologize for any confusion. Thanks for participating in the QM online auction. And here's the number to call if you don't know where to pick up your item, where to stick it. And they got jewelry and this and that and the brainstem sign this and all kinds of crap. So this evidently is another some kind of a side uh, business they got going on. We we don't promote other businesses. That that to me every time we read that sounded like a commercial, as opposed to a promo. Because it was. Because it was a commercial for a profit-making venture. Josh, idiot, Schmendrick, schmuck, putz. Is there anything else I can say on the air? No. And a couple of these. Fucking <laughs> idiot. Wow. I'm not going to be promoting that no more. Let's see. What is this? I sent an email to a whom? Here's a guy that sent an email from he's from Boca to, uh, to the FCC. This is what I got back. Protect our children. It says, Dear Mr. So-and-so, thank you for contacting me with your opinions about indecent broadcast on radio and TV. I share your concern that such broadcast might be inappropriately viewed or heard by children. And it goes on totally, uh, <laughs> it's just a form fa- uh, email, mm-hmm. that's all. Presuming that, uh, <clears throat> right, that, that he's uh, complaining about what he heard on the air. He's complaining about them. Thanks for the efforts, Gerard, in Boca. Nice try. Wow. Beasley Mezzanine Holdings, okay? There's only one thing I can say about that. What the hell is that? Man, I don't know. I feel, I feel unclean. I feel like I better go in and just take about four bars of fa. Or no, in fact, in this case, I'm going to get out the uh, one for the Arabs. I'm going to get out fa. And just wash myself clean. I feel like I've been raped and used it like Mo. Absolutely. He knows the feeling. God. See you, priest. WQM, oh, I do every day. WQM, hello. Hi. WQM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. I was trying to call you yesterday. You were looking for ladies for your poll. I was going to say Patrick Swayze. Yeah, but that was but... yesterday's poll, and we're already on our second poll today, see? I know, but I know. I'm, but I called but that's, a, that's a very good choice. That's uh, exactly what we were talking about, even though Listen, I find him grotesque. If you're going to start your auction stuff, I have some stuff to donate to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have autographed Marlin stuff that you can sell and collect your money for the good cause of Stop FCC ad. So you just let us know what you I want. I mean, are, aren't you amazed by this, that I, I get sucked into reading these promos, thinking I'm doing a good deed, that we're doing something worthwhile, charitable, and it's a commercial venture they're trying to sneak past us uh, under the guise of something else? It's very disturbing, Especially since they're not supporting your efforts at all. Not, not in the, the least bit. Uh, not, not verbally, uh, tangibly, or in any other way. Not, 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 not nothing. Well, we're waiting for you to get your fun started up, and I'm 
going to be first on the list. If not. Okay, thanks. And it'll be either tomorrow or Thursday. We'll get it going. Great. Okay, thanks, thanks Neil. Bye-bye. And by the way, we won't lie about it and, and pretend that it's something else and then come to find out it's uh, we're going to stick the money in our pockets. Wow, this is just, oh, my God, seriously, 1,200 miles away in the aroma. If I open up the window right now, I'd probably pass out, wouldn't be able to finish the show. Probably faint dead right on the floor. There it is. Uh, am I overreacting to this? I mean, uh, don't isn't generally when they give us something like that, not generally, but always, is it associated with some kind of a, a cause? The only overreaction, perhaps, is the, the level of surprise and dismay. <laughs> yeah, but even for them, them, even for these people, I find, I find this to be so slimy. I mean, if, if they would have, like, explained it to us, sent us a cover sheet and said, okay, well, they've got another business enterprise that we're promoting on a QAM website, and they've gone into this now. Yeah, and, and we could have either said, oh, well, we'd like to promote that or not, as the case may be. That would have been fine. But just to send us something and say, oh, can you give it? And remember yesterday I got the note from Clarence, mm. please give us all the help with this you can. So does that mean you're not going to promote the uh, the car wash that they have going on downstairs either? <laughs> well, who's getting the cash from that? <laughs> man. Oh, yeah. 441, man. 441 Ivesbury Road. <laughs> The whole Beasley family's out there, and even the kid with the banjo's out there washing cars. Scrubbing, scrubbing, scrubbing. Right. Still scrubbing. A disgrace. Oh, speaking of disgrace, look who's there. There's the Letterman clip again with that kid yawning and uh, squirming around behind Bush. Hey, spring into savings right now and save like never before on a new car truck from Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. On US 1, just 20 simple minutes south of the 836. Armstrong's Toyota Homestead is worth the drive no matter where you live because they're going to save you so much cash on great new Toyotas. We're talking thousands of dollars. Check out these great lease deals waiting for you right now. An 04 Camry or 4Runner, just 269 a month for 48 months. How about an 04 Highlander, just 309 a month? Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in America? Just 179 a month for 48 months. These are just some of the savings going on right now at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. And with those total increases, for those of you using cash on the turnpike, Armstrong's will give you a free sun pass when you buy your new car truck from them. General Manager David Rich and the staff will do just about anything except stand on their head to get you into a great, and they might even do that, to get you into a great new Toyota today. So experience for yourself the Armstrong Toyota Homestead difference. They're locally owned and operated, committed to 100% customer satisfaction, too. Their service department is even open for you late to late weeknights to make sure they get your service work done. It's easy to get there. They're in U.S. 1, 293rd and Homestead, just 20 easy minutes south of the old 836. So please do yourself a humongous favor. Instead of wasting your time at those mega dealers or car giants who always overpromise and underdeliver, call our good friend David Rich, the GM at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Call 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247. Drive a little and save a ton on that great new Toyota at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. You call this Big Market Radio? <laughs> Don't like all the harbor. Dum, dum, dum. Every time I see. Dum, 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 dum. Absolutely. 
Like I said, it's eBay all over again. They're starting their own little version of eBay. Mm-hmm. Well, why not just tell us that? Why not just say it? Because then you wouldn't have read it. Well, I mean, if it was a commercial, I might have done it. Or if it had been presented in the right way, I might not have minded. Maybe if they sell enough crap, they can get the 50 bucks to pay Boca Brian. <laughs> that extra 50 they're trying to screw him out of every week, you know? Get him off my ass. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, it all depends on how something is presented to you. They what? They don't want to pay him anything. They don't want to pay you anything either, or me, or anybody else, quite frankly. Now, Josh, of course, handles that WQM.com. I don't want to put him on the spot right now, but... But what? How much do you know about this? No comment. Well, I, what does that mean? No comment? I, that I got nothing like, for you. I, I really don't. You don't have anything for me? I didn't ask you that. <laughs> I'm asking you whether uh, that'll be later. I'm asking you right now, what do you know about this thing, and what do you know, when did you know it? All I know is I put up the items and it, the sure, auction put, closes today at three. You, you did you what? You do what with the items? I put them up on the site. Yeah. Uh, well, how was how was this explained to you? Did you know this was a commercial enterprise? No, they had their meeting and they told me that we're going to have an auction and they need the items up. That's all I know. I see. So they held their uh, had their meeting, and uh, they just said, "Okay, put this on here. We don't ask any questions. Just dummy up." Pretty much as usual. So don't get poor Josh involved in this just because he's associated guilt by association with QM.com, which is an unctuous, uh, thank God we're not linked to that thing. Oh, man. Oh, we got jewelry and vacations and all kinds of neat uh, crap on there. Yeah. Dancing, dining. Yeah, you name it, we got it. It's eBay Jr., Beasley style. We got the banjo that the kid was playing in the tree and deliverance. We got that. In fact, if you got enough cash, we'll even send you the kid. Right. Who, by the way, is about 70 years old right now, but nevertheless, he drools a lot. Wow. What's your all-time favorite Elvis Presley song was our second poll question today. Elvis sucks, 109, 5.9%. That's really pretty uh, generous to Elvis, you know, for this crowd. Aw. For this hard-bitten crowd, don't you think? It's awful nice. Double-digit one. Suspicious Minds, 32. Jailhouse Rock, 29. All Shook Up, 26. A Little Less Conversation, 26. I think a little less Elvis would be good. Hound Dog 21, In the Ghetto 14, Can't Help Falling in Love 14. Oh. Uh, in the Ghetto 14 again. Uh, Kentucky Rain 13, Return to Center 13. Blue Suede Shoes 12. 
Carl Perkins, rest in peace. Love Me Tender, 11. Burning Love, 10. That's All Right, Mama, 10. But move over into bed, you crowd me. And One Night, 10. Everything else, single digits. Wow. I'm going to go out and buy some more Elvis. Do you believe me? No. No, but maybe you know where we can get a good deal on Elvis? I give up way On some great Elvis hits? On some of those great tunes that we all know and love? On WQM.com. You want it? They got it. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This station stands for nothing.